breathing. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad is it attacks belly fat. Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So, guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400. The safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo. He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Mario. He's a millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson. He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat. And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe, the one and only Vic Lombardi. As Green throws it ahead to LeBron, makes the catch, he spins, he fires. Oh, he nailed it! LeBron James from the foul line, a turnaround jumper to win it in dramatic fashion. As LeBron has won it for the Cavaliers, Cavs 140, Timberwolves 138. What a night for LeBron James! Bron Bron makes a game winner, Christian Leitner style. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. I'm watching SportsCenter right now as Eagles fans are preparing for the big parade, the Philadelphia Parade. Some kid has already climbed like 50 feet onto a tree. Guys, I, I can't imagine, again, what they're going to have to clean up in downtown Philadelphia. Uh, most Eagles fans will tell you it's all worth it. We've been through the parades. But albeit our parade here a couple of years ago was rather tame, a million strong, but I don't... I don't recall anything crazy happening. Do you? No, it was uh, it was pretty civil. Um, I don't think that'll be the case today in Philadelphia. They're uh, they're post Super Bowl celebration, and they were in a good mood. They had won, uh, got chaotic. There was looting. There was all sorts of craziness going on. I would imagine some crazy stories will come out of uh, Parade Day as well. If I remember, Denver didn't have a single arrest on Parade Day, which was Correct. impressive for a million people. Well that done, That is really amazing. Denver. You put all those people in the same spot at the same time and nothing bad happens? That's remarkable. And not even one like public intoxication or anything. Like we're talking not a single arrest. Uh, Philly, if we set the over under .5, I'm taking the over. Uh, yeah. Seriously, how many arrests do you think we'll have by the end of the day in Philadelphia? G- give me a number. Just give me a round number. I'm going to go 250. Seems okay, a I'll bit take the high. under. I'll say there'll be 160 arrests. Okay. I'll, right. I'll set the line at 99 and a half, and I'll take right. the over. Yeah, I think that's fair. They're expecting 3 million people. That's why I put it at 250. Wow. And it's cold over there. Fellas, uh, speaking of parades and celebration, had a great time last night at the Benihana in Broomfield out at Flatirons Mall over there. Treated well, greeted by the nice people. Uh, our chef, uh, Stephanie, who uh, she told us she's the only Benihana female chef in Colorado. 
Yeah, now was it the only Benihana or was it the only hibachi chef? Is that what it is? I thought okay. that's what she said, but yeah, she was, uh, and she was great. She was really good. She, uh, she played along with our nonsense and our questions and our cameras and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, it was a, uh, it was a great time. My boys certainly enjoyed it and they are uh, looking forward to next week's Let's Talk Sports. Yeah, I can't tell you what a pleasure it was to hang out with the fellas, the boys. Uh, ben, Matthew, and Ryan, who of course participated in our NFL pick segment all year long and took it very seriously. I started asking the guys about how to fix the Broncos and Ben went on this like four minute rant involving Paxton Lynch. I mean, mm-hmm. he wrote stuff down and he's pulling stats out of his pockets. I'm like, okay. All right. Get your own radio show, kid. Yeah. He was pretty good at it though. No, you're, you're right. I, I can't wait for the next opportunity to use these kids. And I can't wait to watch that episode of Let's Talk Sports. By the way, the show debuts tonight. It premieres twice, 4.30 and then after the Avalanche game. So before the Avs and after the Avs. Sort of a uh, fresh, new, irreverent look at local sports. You don't want to miss it on Altitude TV. Uh Guys, what was the highlight in your mind of our Benihana meal last night? Ooh, I, I, the volcano, the fire volcano. No, because I've seen it. The highlight to me, Vic, and, and it was it was predictable, but it was still something that I, I had to laugh at. Like we we have the meal, you know, and it, a Benihana meal is a couple hours. You know, they they stretch it out. It takes a while. Uh, we have the ice cream. We they have the ice cream. You and I didn't, but everybody else did. Um, all of a sudden, my five year old perked right back up when it was ice cream time. That wasn't surprising. And all of a sudden, a certain someone stands up. And has to go to the restroom right well, at when a certain time. Right yeah. when it's time for the bill to come. Why are you yes. going to throw Marty under the bus like this? I mean, I, it, yeah, it was so predictable. And of course, while he's gone, here comes the bill. Sure, and sure. it's you, me, Marty, Jesse, and three kids under twelve years old. And where yeah. is? I'm looking at the standings. Where was the guy who finished dead last? He was nowhere to be found. You, what's even more amazing about that, and we picked up the tab for those of you interested because that's what leaders do. Mm-hmm. Um, what was most interesting about that is I went around the room and I asked H.W., Jesse, and Marty O. to open their wallets. Absolute cobwebs is all I found. Not Empty. a single nothing. dollar. Nothing. They came to the restaurant with nothing. I think there's a pretty good chance my 11-year-old, 9-year-old, and 5-year-old had more collective money on them. Well, Matthew said he had $57. I think Ryan did. One of them had 57 bucks with him. These guys collectively had nothing. Not a dollar. Not a dollar. And and I'm, I'm not making up a single morsel of this story. He ate his ice cream, looked around to see if everybody else was done, got up and walked out. We were in a private room, walked out of the private room, yes. and we all looked at each other like, well, of course he just left. The bill Don't is worry. coming. The am adults I, in the room took care of it. Yes. Am, am I going to get my turn on this, or are we going to tell just your there's, guys' version? There's no other version of the story. Oh, yeah, that is you, 100% what happened. You could, you could try another version. It's going to lead to our Power 5 question of the day later, which is best story of getting stiffed at dinner, at lunch, and whatever. You doing the stiffing or someone else stiffing you. That's going to be our best story of the day, Power 5. Steph- What's your version? Stephanie and Sarah were phenomenal. Uh, if you remember Sarah's staff, they, they had heavy hands on the drinks. Just to be nice, I laid off on the Buddhas and stuck to the Diet oh, Pepsi. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. so charitable and generous of you. It was oh, great thanks. of me. I had about four Diet Pepsis, and when we got done with dinner, I just had to use the restroom, and I came back, and Marty and Jesse are my witnesses. I said, you boys want to go thirds on this? And you said, no, we're good. 
We had already paid, dude. Yeah. By the time you came back, they had already taken the bill. Yeah. No, I, I saw two credit cards in that bill still, and I tried oh. to go thirds on it. Yeah. It's just, this is a, hey, Vic, did, did you have any Diet Cokes? Because I had like nine of them, and yeah. I didn't have to get up right when it was bill time. No. You know what's funny, too? Had we given you an opportunity to split the bill, the embarrassment of the waitress lady coming back saying, sorry, this card was not accepted, <laughs> I, I didn't have time. I had places to be, so... Fly, Eagles, fly. Thanks for the yeah. meal. In all seriousness, boys, I had a really good time last night, and uh, if you ever need me to be on free dinners, I can always come uh, on. I'll, I'll make note of that. No, it was a good time. We have to do it more often. All right, let's go. Big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. We are less than six hours away from the NBA trade deadline, and it's almost waiting for some some buzzer to go off because teams have been uh, eerily silent, haven't had much activity at all around the league. You figure once the first deal goes down, uh, they're going to go one after another like a set of dominoes. So less than six hours. The Nuggets, of course, rumored all over the place. Not sure exactly what's going to happen. I do know this. I'm going to step foot on the uh, team plane today at 2 o'clock, and I'll keep my eyes up trying to see how many Nuggets will be there because uh, changes do to happen. Michael Malone yesterday on all the trade rumors. Is Tory Craig going to be on this roster Friday night? You know, we'll have to wait and see uh, all <laughs> these things. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen, Vic. I really don't, uh, whether it's Tory, whoever else. I hope all of our guys are back. Uh, I love how we're playing. I love the vibe that we have right now. Who knows? Come Friday, we could have a, a few new players, or we could have the exact same team. The St. Louis Blues. Man, just saying that. For some reason, the Avs struggle against St. Louis, and they really struggle in St. Louis. It's been a while since they've won there. The Avs are there tonight, and they're without Big Mac, Nathan McKinnon. Matt, with the upper body injury, he's going to skate every day now. He's not going to make the trip for us. He's going to stay here because with the travel and the back-to-back, no practice time. So we're, we're going to leave him here, and he's going to continue to skate and, and, do, and do his rehab. More fallout from the Josh McDaniels fall back ever since he said no in the 11th hour to the Indianapolis Colts. Everybody's got an opinion on this subject matter. Well... The opinion from his agent, Bob Lamont, was, see ya. Lamont firing Josh McDaniels, which to me is pretty self-righteous. And I'll explain that a little bit later about Bob Lamont and his monopolization of his craft in the NFL. Later on that. First, Colts GM Chris Ballard, who, by the way, is represented by Bob Lamont. His thoughts on that Colts-Patriots rivalry being reignited. The rivalry is back on. (laughs) Ooh, try winning a game here in recent history. That's uh, a real rivalry. Yeah, yeah they've lost seven. They've lost seven straight by an average of twenty-five points. Uh-huh. Nice Dove Valley laugh there too. Do you guys yeah. what yeah. rivalry is there? What does he speak of in this situation? All right, we talked about the parade. It is on. I've already seen Sal Palantonio with his fake teeth. He's on television. He's ready to party with the Philly faithful. Doug Peterson still basking in the glory of Super Bowl Fifty Two. These next these next few days are going to be a little crazy. We got a lot to do still, but just excited for the guys, and and uh, we'll remember this uh, the rest of our lives. Yes, he will. On the show today, Mark Mosier at eight thirty. He is in St. Louis with the Avs. As usual, our visit with Doctor Travis Heath at nine thirty. Um, guys, I, I have a lot to say again about this McDaniel's agent thing. How his agent 
reportedly fired him. I mean, you talk about pot calling kettle. I, there, there's some issues there i got to sort through. When we come back on our piping hot takes, uh, what is going on with baseball? Why are there over 150 free agents still without a job? Well, I mean, pitchers and catchers report here next week, and we got half rosters unfilled. There, there are still big-name players without a gig. What is taking so long? One of the issues we'll tackle this morning. On the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950, back in the back. I must have drank me about 15 Dr. Peppers. I got to pay. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Thursday, Crackman and Harris. We are post-NBA trade deadline. We will break down what the Nuggets did or did not do with national NBA writer Matt Moore. Plus, get the latest out of Indianapolis, where they might hate Josh McDaniels just as much as we do. And we will be drafting countries, and something tells me I'll be taking the Koreas as they are under one flag this Olympiacs. <laughs> Works for me, man. Crackman and Harris, tune in Thursday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year of a decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low, and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. 
and also visit us online at lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. They need to sell 117 before month's end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicle. And mention the Colorado Avalanche and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February, so get it now. Off I-25 and 104th. Online at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104.com. Driven by you. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Oh, we're looking pretty slow on southbound I-25 right now, where an earlier accident cleared off to the shoulder, still causing a delay. This crash before Spear, backing up traffic to 58th. Traffic is brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 270 eastbound filling in and slowing up between I-25 and York. An accident reported Peoria and Alameda. When danger is imminent, will you be prepared? Now, many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You will be back coaching next year, is that what you said? Set up the trust that question. Would you mind repeating it just so we have it straight? Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to answer the same question every day. It's ridiculous. Well, for those of us who may not have heard, would you mind? All right, next question. What was that from? That was obviously Hoodie talking to somebody. What? Anyone? Is that a press conference? Is that a conference call? I think it was a radio show. A radio show? Yeah, it doesn't say which one, though. So Hoodie spoke? I mean, was this after McDaniels decided to stay? That's amazing to me that Hoodie would actually go public with anything at this point. Yeah, we got to get some clarification on those comments, Vic, because... Wait, if Hoodie's not committing to coaching next year, I wonder if someone on this show might have been right. Maybe I should have written about it in July. You know, well, you the more you talk, before. you know, you're right. You're pretty good at taking credit. But the uh, the fact that you said this a month ago, the Patriots realm unraveling, now we hear that Gronk is actually thinking about leaving football to become an actor? What is he, Jim Brown? Yeah, and we've seen him play bit parts, uh, this seems like a bad idea. What's he going to do, Leo in Titanic 2? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Come on, man. This is, uh, this is silly. But look, <laughs> it's looking more and more like H.W. might have thrown a dart and actually hit the board here. Yeah. But uh, it's all rumor and conjecture at this point. We will see. That Wickersham article, though, I mean, that, that was, that was 5,000 words of Yeah, maybe you guys should perfection. read the, the Wickersham article. Until Hoodie... And um, Brady are separate and go their separate ways. The organization is still the Patriot way, and they're still going to be favored to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Would yeah. you guys agree with me on that? Yes. I mean, so far, the unraveling of the dynasty has officially uh, included the defensive coordinator who gave up 41 points leaving yes. for the Detroit job. Yes. That's, that's so it. far that's what's news on Altitude 950. Vic, okay, who pushed the button and why? We've got a Woj bomb. Do you want it? 
Yes, it better be worthy. Adrian Wojnarowski, 41 seconds ago on Twitter. One team that could play immense part in dictating final hours of the trade deadline, the Denver Nuggets. They're active on several fronts, including trying to acquire Tyreek Evans, move Emmanuel Moutier and Wilson Chandler, and use a pick to incentivize a team to take on Kenneth Fareed's contract. That's Adrian Wojnarowski one minute ago on Twitter. So was there a trade? Uh, no, there was. So, uh, th- did anything happen? Uh, no, there was so absolutely no news. Did he just no hit news. the breaking news because of a tweet from a reporter on what could happen? Yes. Yeah. So let me get this straight. We just exhausted the most vital tool we have in this business: the breaking news drop. There's nothing more important than what we do, what we're about, the immediacy of local news than the breaking news drop. Mm-hmm. We exhausted the breaking news drop on a guy conjecturing. A guy saying that something might happen. That was apparently uh, HW's definition huh. of breaking news. Wow. Okay. Hey, hey, you going to just start breaking news other tweets today? Is that what we're going to do? Uh, we got our first Woj bomb of the morning at 7.18 a.m. It involved the Nuggets. How is that a bomb? A Woj bomb is a trade. Yes. When something happens, it's a Woj bomb. When he just says, hey, this team could be active. You don't think that Woj saying Denver's going to dictate the trade deadline is a bomb? We well, all knew that the Nuggets would be involved. How many, we how all many, know the Nuggets are going to have something to do today. Is the word could or might included I mean, in the text? Let me tweet? ask you this. Let me could. ask you this. Anything oh. that you just read there from Woj's tweet, does any of that surprise you at all? Any of it? I mean, are you walking away from that tweet saying, whoa, any of it? No. Okay. That is the difference between breaking news and just, yeah, that right there. Let's break it down. Piping hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. And by the way, we will be on top of any Nuggets news today, tomorrow, uh, for the rest of uh, of the year. As long as the uh, Nuggets are involved, this is the place to be, Altitude 950. I'm heading to Houston with the team this afternoon. You know, I may uh, bring an extra microphone for Chris Dempsey. If a trade does go through, uh, Dempsey and I could sit there and break it down for you. I turned the page 2B of the Denver Sp- Denver Post sports page today, and Patrick Saunders has a, a nice little article on something that's been brewing for a few weeks now, leaving a lot of baseball players, professional baseball players, shaking their head. What is going on with all the free agents, the glutton of free agents that remain unsigned? Last year at this time, there were only nine players, nine, without a free agent contract. Now there's all kinds there are players galore still waiting for a deal. You Darvish doesn't have a deal. Jake Arrieta, Jake Arrieta, J.D. Martinez, Eric Hosmer. I'm sure, the Rockies have had conversations about Hosmer. There's Lance Lynn, Alex Cobb, a bunch of guys sitting out there without a contract. Why? Well, according to the players' union, they smell something fishy here. They think there's some sort of collusion going on, as if the owners are suddenly tightening the pocketbooks. Not going out and spending the proper money for these big name free agents. To which I reply, what is proper money? Who are the players to dictate what proper money is? 
The market is the market. J.D. Martinez, guys, was offered a deal with the Boston Red Sox five years, $125 million. Okay, that's pretty good change. Five years, $125 million. He turned it down. He chose not to take that contract. So you're going to sit here and complain that the owners are colluding when you actually had an offer? Somebody offered you a deal? Greg Holland is still waiting, right? Holland was offered a deal from the Colorado Rockies. We know this. So you guys are going to sit there and complain? Who are you to say what a proper offer is? Again, the market is the market. If it changes, it changes. Teams are spending money. The Rockies spent a ton of money on the bullpen. Historic money. So the fact that there are a lot of guys still waiting for a deal, all right, you might be upset, but maybe you're asking for too much. And now comes word that these dudes hanging out without deals may actually get together and hold their own spring training. Now, that would be funny. Make your own team up of available free agents. That's the, you know, you, you got the, the Cubs, the Rockies, and then the Unwanteds in spring training. Actually participate in spring training games. That would be good. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Avs in St. Louis tonight for a monster game against the Blues. They've got three games in hand, only five points behind. I messed this up a while ago. I won't mess it up this time. If they win tonight and they win in regulation, they'll be three points behind with three games in hand. See how that works. No Nathan McKinnon, but hopefully, fingers crossed, Miko Rantanen back on the ice. Hey, listen, I loved what I saw at Pepsi Center the other night with Jonathan Bernier and Tyson Jost and that line that stepped up. But gotta happen on the road in a place the Avs traditionally don't win. Nathan McKinnon's not gonna play, it sounds like, in these three games in four days. Let's find a way to get three, four, five, wanna get greedy, six points in the next three games. Avs, keep trucking, you're playing real well. Denver can't wait for you to come home for more than one game at a time. What's another show without another HW Avs take? Next! It's Manchester's hot take. Fellas, at the moment, who is the biggest punching bag in the NFL? Josh McDaniels. Well, if, if that is probably true at this exact moment. But in the last week or month, it has been Jeff Fisher. Go to Twitter and just in the search bar, type in Jeff Fisher. And it is just hot take after hot take after hot take of how bad Jeff Fisher is. And I get it. It's convenient. I mean, Jared Goff, his team won the NFC West. Case Keenum led the Vikings all the way to the NFC title game. And Nick Foles just won Super Bowl MVP. All three of those quarterbacks were on Jeff Fisher's roster in 2016, and he couldn't find a way to win with them. I get it. But it's a little bit of revisionist history. Because a year ago today, nobody, nobody was saying any of those three quarterbacks was worth a hoot. People were saying Jared Goff was a bust, and Carson Wentz was the the star of that draft. He was the Peyton Manning and Jared Goff was the Ryan Leaf. Case Keenum was not in, not a hot item on the free agent market. Nobody was clamoring to get him. And Nick Foles looked like a one-hit wonder with that good season under Chip Kelly. Now everybody wants to look back through history and through the glasses of what we've now seen in the last year and say, oh, Jeff Fish is an idiot. These guys were all great. Nobody said it a year ago. Nobody. So when I tweet yesterday that... Paxton Lynch has played for three offensive coordinators that have been fired a combined five times in the last 14 months. It's not me saying that Paxton Lynch is a great player. It's me saying, do we really know? Maybe he's just been coached by Jeff Fisher-like guys who can't get the most out of him. I mean, Rick Dennison 
Okay, you could say it was Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon's fault he got fired here. But was it Tyrod Taylor's fault he got fired in Buffalo? And you could say it was those quarterbacks' fault that Mike McCoy got fired here. But was it Phillip Rivers' fault that he got fired in San Diego? And Bill Musgrave didn't do much better here with those quarterbacks. But he had Derek Carr in Oakland, and the Raiders still decided to show him the door. So all I'm saying is, before you just say Paxton Lynch is a bust because he started what? Four games in his career? And before you say he can't play at all and it was a terrible pick and he's awful, I think you should look at who has been coaching him during his NFL career. And there are three examples of why this is important. Jared Goff, Case Keenum, and Nick Foles. Very lukewarm take of you, to be honest, because you're you're basically telling me that a a player, a quarterback in this instance, is only as good as his coach? Come on. There have not been quarterbacks in the history of football that have overcome bad coaching? Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Okay. All right. Fine. I, there's so many people in this town that are that are saying, "Hey, Paxton Lynch deserves a shot with a uh, competent coach." I mean, he's not going to get one because Billy Moose is back and Vance Joseph is back. That's a lukewarm take. The guy well, who went before me's hot take was, "Keep playing hard, guys. We love you." Well, and was, my I, take I, I was, was lukewarm. Rattled. I was rattled. Your your take is lukewarm because it's the same damn take you use every day. You, you're still oh. trying to justify Paxton Lynch. I'm surprised you didn't bring up his snap face working out at Dove Valley yesterday. Yeah, let's 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 rip that. Uh, you were working out. Oh, I'm we're not ripping rip it. I'm oh, not ripping you, it. I mean, I'm surprised do, you didn't make a hot takeover. Do we want to play Xbox or? I mean, it, the guy can't win. He absolutely cannot win in this town. And the number of people who just throw him under the bus and just declare him a, a terrible player—it's laughable to me. So when he when he becomes successful here, or he goes somewhere else and actually gets some decent coaching and becomes successful. I don't want a single other member of the media in Denver to jump on the bandwagon and say, no, I saw some talent there. Nobody else did. I'm alone on this mountain, all by myself, declared on February 8th. I am the only guy on the Paxton Lynch is not necessarily a bust mountain, all by myself. Trust me when I say this, sports fan. Is that hotter? If there's anybody who likes to be alone, it is James (laughs) Manchester Maryland. We go to freaking Benihana, and he's got some weird fish he ordered. And everybody else is like, dude, chicken, meat, shrimp, and you got some weird-looking fish in front of you. It was a scallop. I don't know. It was weird-looking. When we come back, uh, that breaking news bite from Woj, not exactly a bomb. We will discuss it, though. He seems to think that the Nuggets are driving the bus today. It's all based on what the Nuggets do. Well, what will the Nuggets do? What do you want them to do? That's the better question. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. 3093 is the text line. If you want to call, we'll take your call. There's another three in there. What'd you say? There's another three in there. 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Oh, is it really? No wonder my texts haven't been going through. Damn, I've been trying for years. We're back after this. Has been brought to you by Quarter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate is the only agent you need to call to make you the following offer. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. 
950 has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are going. Both are going. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we got to go on the other side of the class, eh? To see the abs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much abs access. Altitude 950. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would they like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. The Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price. Followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. He'll shoot score! The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. Smith shot Dave there by Phil Morton. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam, McLaughlin shoots and scores. Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25, you're going to be dealing with slow-and-go, stop-and-go traffic between 104th and Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council. Crash blocking the HOV lane, eastbound Boulder Turnpike at Pecos. Watch for a delay there. 
85 million adults in America have high blood pressure. Get back on your treatment plan. Visit LowerYourHBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its High Blood Pressure Awareness Partners. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I don't want a single other member of the media in Denver to jump on the bandwagon and say, no, I saw some talent there. Nobody else did. I'm alone on this mountain, all by myself, declared on February 8th. I am the only guy on the Paxton Lynch is not necessarily a bust mountain, all by myself. Trust me when I say this, sports fan. Was that hotter? What mountain are you on there, Manchester? Exactly. Where are you? Uh, I'm on the mountain that uh, it's too early to declare Paxton Lynch a bust. Is it Mount Elbert, though? No, it's Mount Xbox. Yeah. Mount it, Evans? It's uh, it's Mount... Uh, I'm not going to take pot shots at a kid when he's gotten terrible coaching. Terrible. Mm-hmm. During his two seasons in the NFL. Terrible. So it's I mean, all coaching. I mean, coaching makes the player, not the other way around. Well, the player it, doesn't make the coach. How did it I work just in want LA? To make sure we're on the same page here. How did it work for Jared Goff, Case Keenum, and Nick Foles in L.A.? How did the coaching work out there? Great examples. There's also examples of guys overcoming bad coaching. I mean, Such I, I as get it. See, I, Peyton I know Manning and John Fox. Oh, jeez. I get it. I, I know exactly where you're going with this, but at some point, the player has to have an active role in his own career. Okay, you don't believe situations. If Terrell Davis goes to any other team, is he in the Hall of Fame? Uh, we don't know. We'll never we have the answer know. to that question. Of course we don't know, but he, he got the perfect situation. He yes. is a perfect back for the zone blocking scheme yeah. and the cutback scheme. Much here. like Tom Brady in the Belichick situation. And he I mean, came, you, you could say the same thing there. He came to a team whose best running back was Rod Bernstein. I mean, come on. It, of course situation coach? matters. I'll give, I'll give you an example. Give me a scenario. Give me a team in which... Rob Gronkowski wouldn't be the best tight end in football. Is there is there a situation that you can envision where he's not great? Any coach? Uh, I mean, Just throw I, him the ball. I'm sure Jeff Fisher would want him to block a lot. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, talent is talent. I get it. I get it. But you don't you don't think that if Paxton Lynch played for Doug Peterson, he would have had more success than he's had in his two yes, years in Denver. No doubt about okay, it. Okay, so yes. to some extent you agree with me. Yes. But here's what makes me mad. And it's made me mad for months, and we've talked about it over and over and over again. I just don't like the fact that media members in this town, because Paxton Lynch doesn't kiss their butt, decide it's okay to take pot shots, right? How many Why times? Why do you care? Because so much it's unfair. About the media? Why it's do you care un- about them? You, but you, you take too much stock in media folk. Media okay. doesn't have that much power. You, what, what is this? I get tired of people taking pot shots. Fine. Let's not make it the yeah. media. Let's call make it, it fans, people. media, people on Twitter, whatever. Calling him stupid, making fun of the fact that he plays Xbox. I mean, if we were being honest... Right? And we talked about every guy on that team. We know who, you know what? He's not in the gym 24-7. He Uh does some other things recreationally during his free time. People would maybe be surprised. But let's just act like it's only Paxton Lynch. You're right. It's unfair, and it's gross. It's unfair, it's undue, but it's also the microscope and the magnifying glass that comes with that position, especially when people 
move up to draft you in the first round. It's part of the gig, dude. They don't. It's part of the gig. They don't. People don't like him personally, and they they take pot shots at him. And I think you it's think, garbage. Do you think he would have that kind of microscope on him if he were a seventh round pick? No, because the seventh round pick got a free freaking pass in this there town for nineteen well, months from everybody other than me. That's. Uh, you just you're, you're you're explaining it for me. I mean, we That's had a, what, what do you mean by pot shot? First round pick. You made a pot shot during my hot take right. about you, his Xbox. You didn't get my pot shot there about his about his Xbox. About I mean, it's just like you know. But yet the seventh round pick, we can I can pull up stories about how he's got an arm as though it was touched by God. Really, really. I like the term pot shot. There's one guy in town who said, "Hey, this guy has such a weenie arm, he couldn't throw a hail mary to the end zone from the 45 yard line." And other people said he's got an arm as though it's been touched by God. Which Here's one was great... influenced by the fact that one guy's nice and will talk to him? And what what guy was influenced by what I actually see on the field? Come on. Here's a great text that may shut you up. Oh, jeez. This is from Trent. Trent says, Manchester, if Paxton had such terrible coaching. Why did Derek Carr have his best year in the NFL under Musgrave and what? then sharply declined when Musgrave left? Why did they fire him? Well, but he makes a point. Musgrave there, he had among the best stats of all quarterbacks in the league. Musgrave leaves, and he's just average. He also was recovering from an injury that happened at the end of Musgrave's last year there, and he wasn't the same quarterback after the injury. But why did Mike? Why did Philip Rivers have a better year after Mike McCoy left? Why? Why? I mean, better but, year. He had the same year. I mean, they didn't. Oh, they didn't go to the playoffs. There was okay. nothing out of yeah. San Diego. Shine. San Diego wasn't better this year than they were in Mike McCoy's year. Come on, let's not let's not be disingenuous. Come on, and find me the quarterback who Mike McCoy or Bill Musgrave has just helped flourish. I mean, the guy walked out of a job in Carolina because he was so frustrated trying Next to do text. it. Next text. Next text. So, so Manchester. Why is it coaching then with Lynch and not with Simeon? Simeon doesn't have ta the talent that Lynch does. He doesn't. What 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 talent? That's 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 the problem I have. Okay. What do you see? One guy can stand at the thirty yard line and throw it all the way across midfield into the other end zone. One guy can't throw a hail mary pass from his own forty five yard line into Could the end Peyton zone. Could Peyton Manning do that? One guy can. Okay. Could Peyton Manning throw it from the thirty yard line to the end zone? Is Trevor Simeon Peyton Manning? Could Drew Brees throw it from the thirty yard line to the end zone? You asked me what talent, and I was trying to explain what talent. He's got better arm talent, and he moves better. One guy's better with a pencil in his hand taking a test. That's the di that's that's the difference between the two. I guys. wonder if Paxson has figured out how to take a shot of pot while playing Xbox. That would be revolutionary. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Do we do we want to go down the list of players on that roster? We can say that about because that would be the fair thing to do. That would be the fair thing to do. Do we want to do that? How many of them have rings? Do we, do we want to do that? How many oh, rings does so if, you get, if you get a ring, it's okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. I mean, a lot of those guys have have some bling. Man, I, unbelievable. Um, By the way, guys, for a lukewarm take, okay. it certainly got the text line going. We discussed your hot take. We'll uh, skip HW because I'm not sure what it was. It was uh, keep playing hard, guys. It was pretty good. Keep on um, keep on trucking, I think, is maybe guys, the phrase he used. Let, let's go to my hot take. Do you guys really think there's something to collusion in, in baseball? Are owners holding back money and not wanting to pay these free agents? Well, here's the thing. I What they're doing is right, right? Like the smart thing is to look at it and go, why do I want to play pay Albert Pujols $30 million a year when he's – at the end of his career. Yeah. And, and Nate and Ryan broke it down yesterday. And, you know, right now, Toronto is paying Troy Tulowitzki a ton of money to play 80 games a year, and he's yeah. getting paid for what he did when he was a Rocky. So the, it's market correction. The, it, the owners are basically correcting a market that they set forth. 
Yes, but here's the here's the one thing I think the players are right about. There's no way that all 30 owners came to their senses at the exact same time. There's no way, right? That has to be collusion. It has of to be it's collusion. It has of to be all of them getting together, going, yeah, guys. Stop. But I have no problem with it either. I, of course, it's guys saying, what, "What are we doing? Right? Why are we throwing this kind of? What are we doing right now?" No, I I, I agree, and it's it's kind of stinks in the short term because. The owners are being smart, and they're correcting the system. And, and to, to be frank, it's a system that needs to be corrected. Troy Tulowitzki should have been paid big money when he was performing, not now. So ultimately, it'll work out for the players. They just need to kind of restructure when guys are getting big contracts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, look, it's pretty obvious that at some point, one owner would have been the maverick and decided he was going to give somebody a big contract and that none of them have. Yeah. Obviously, something is up. Uh, says Chris Ionetta in this Patrick Saunders article, a uh, good article, page 2B of the Denver Post sports page. Says this conversation isn't about money, it's about the integrity of the game and competition. Mm. I don't know if I'd go that far. It's about money. It's all about money. It's about the available money and what the owners are willing to spend on these available free agents. I will say this, Jake Arrieta is still available. I mean, you got a top-notch starter still available. You Darvish is still available. He's still out there. There's uh, some first basemen that are still available, too. Namely, Eric Hosmer. Yes. In any free. other sport, you would not have free agents of that that type of free agent available this late in free agency. Put is, it that way. Is Carlos Gonzalez away. still available? Yes, he is. Oh, he yeah. hasn't signed anywhere. Yeah, there we go. He looked good here. Good there are a lot here. of guys, and again... These free agents that haven't signed, they're talking about getting together and holding their own spring training. How funny would it be to have a team, just sort of the unnamed team, participate in spring training games against actual teams? That'd be a pretty good team, actually. <laughs> Great team. Are you kidding me? All right, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950. We'll hook up with Moj coming up at 830. The Avs and Blues tonight right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950 is the Nugget Station, and we've got Nuggets Insider Adam Mates from DenverStiffs.com. Tory Craig's a Michael Malone guy. I think he's a coach's type guy. He goes out there, he grabs offensive rebounds, he dies on the floor. You need that kind of guy on your roster, and the Nuggets have to open up a spot. So I think that there's some moves that the team would like to do, but I don't feel like the team is, you know, in a bind if they don't make the move. Get the latest Nuggets insight from Adam Mates later today with Hastings and Brownman exclusively on. Altitude 950. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. 
Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to fivewellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at fivewellbeing.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rayel de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rayel de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Rayel de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RayelDeMinasRestaurant.com. You've probably seen those car shows on TV where they restore Ferraris, Porsches, and Mercedes. Did you know that Denver is home to a shop just like that? For 27 years, we've been restoring, repairing, and selling only the finest classic cars. This is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. And if you've ever thought about restoring a car or investing in a classic car, check us out at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. So we're talking about texting and driving, but what about hands-free, Chad? Well, there are dozens of studies that have come out. You are just as numb and just as unable to promptly respond to the dangers on the road when you're hands-free as when you've got the device in your hand. It, it absolutely has zero effect. It's turning your brain off to all of the dangers of driving when you're texting or when you're communicating on the phone. Get the picture? If you've been injured in an accident, contact the personal injury team at Anderson Hemet. Online at AndersonHemet.com. Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25 running slow into downtown. Now there's a four-car accident blocking the left lane, clearing there. Southbound I-25 approaching 120th. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Your speeds stay very slow all the way down to Hamden before they pick back up. Watch for possible activity with an accident westbound I-70 at Peoria. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor or a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Had to go back down to G League. Is he still property of the Nuggets, or would another team be allowed to swoop in and uh, utilize his services? As far as I know, 
unless Tory Craig is, is part of a uh, a trade or something like that, Tory Craig is with us. Okay. And if he goes back down to the G League, he is still our two-way player. All right, let me read what Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted. Uh, by the way, is that how you pronounce it? Is it Wojnarowski? 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 I just go with Woj. Yeah. He tweeted this about 40 minutes ago, which uh, prompted HW to hit the breaking news drop, which is uh, it's such a misplay of that drop. If you're going to play it, make sure it's useful. Uh, Woj bomb to start the show, according to HW. I'll read it. Quote, one team that could play immense part in dictating final hours of the trade deadline is Denver. They're active on several fronts, including trying to acquire Tariq Evans, move Emmanuel Moutier, Wilson Chandler, and use picks to incentivize a team to take on Kenneth Farid's contract. So he mentions basically half the roster there. I mean, again, all of those names we mentioned have been rumored for the last, what, several months all have been rumored. I, I don't see the news until something actually happens. We know the Nuggets are active. We know they're on the phones. They've told us as much. Now, they haven't specified particular players, but we know they're trying to make hay today. They have to because of the guy I mentioned coming back from break there. They've got to find a spot for Torrey Craig on this roster. Yeah, no doubt. It's going to be an interesting day. I think, Vic, and the reason I hit the breaking news, maybe we need to get a developing news drop is I thought a good idea. Developing news. I like that. The most interesting uh, piece of that tweet was that Denver, the Nuggets, could drive the next five hours in the NBA. I found that part fascinating. Well, what about Boston, though? They're panicking over there. I'm sorry, not Boston. Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland's in full panic mode. Yeah, you know well, think Cleveland's going to do something today? I heard from uh, HW during your commercial break that Cleveland's not going to make the playoffs. All right. Yeah, yeah, now you're now you're taking it too far. Yeah. Well, you're not Cleveland giving me the full the context team. there. Yeah. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I was I fell out of my chair. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, though, it, the one weapon you have this time of year in the NBA, the, the biggest weapon you have, draft picks. Draft picks are are so crucial, so vital. Uh, that is a form of payment that is tough to acquire, and that's why teams. Uh, want to keep as many draft picks, first-round picks as they can possibly get. But when you're looking at this Nuggets roster, what is the real value of a first-round pick, especially one where they're going to pick next year? What, in 18, 19, the 20 area? What is the value of that pick for a team that is already young? What's the point of having it around? No, I'm with you. I mean, at some point, they can't continue to add, you know, 18, 19, 20, I guess 19, 19, 20, 21-year-old projects, right? now Because they're on the next level of development. That's something yeah. they had to accrue all those picks for the last four or five years. I get it, right? So they took advantage of it. They, they picked the core of this team via the draft. They did it perfectly. They got the likes of Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. They got these guys. They built young. All right, now that you have that young core, you can't get much younger. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you know, with the, and the Paul Millsap move showed that it's not about continuing to get younger, right? That was the signing of, all right, in the next three years, we expect to be competitive in the playoffs. It's not about continuing to get younger and younger and younger. It's develop the young core of the three guys, get them to take the next step, which I think from Gary Harris and Jamal Murray, we've seen huge steps this year. Um, I, I think with Nikola Jokic, especially in the last eight or nine games, kind of getting back to more of what he's good at and what – they need to do with him in terms of running the offense room. We've seen that. So yeah, the, the, this team, the next step to this team to me doesn't seem 
to be, hey, add another 19-year-old rookie that needs to be developed. That doesn't seem like the, the thing they need. The next step now is to sprinkle around crafty vets, not necessarily ultra-expensive vets, but crafty, playoff-savvy vets around that young core. That's the next step. Yeah. In my opinion. I would, I would agree. I would agree. And, but, I mean, it's also in the short term, it's about, okay, well, who are the guys that are contributing to this team? And we've talked about it all week. And the fact that he got 27 minutes on Monday night suggests that Coach Malone agrees. Torrey Craig has, has been vital to the way this team has played in the well, last Torrey couple Craig's of weeks. Well, Torrey Craig's playing and Kenneth Fareed's not playing. Right. Exactly. Doesn't that speak volumes? So it's, well, how do you keep the guys who've been contributing here? And the Torrey Craig situation is weird. It's unique. But it almost forces, you would think, the Nuggets to do something today. You would think. Because he's a guy who played yeah. vital minutes in the last game they had. And you're right, there are other guys in this roster who aren't getting off the bench. But what does it tell you when Woj pretty much says it in his tweet there? You have to incentivize other teams to take players off your roster by giving them draft picks. So it's not enough to take this player and his money. we got to give you a draft pick so that you will take this player and the money. Yeah, that's it's gonna, what they've come to. It, well, and Vic, we did it, I think, 48 hours ago in terms of a scale of 0 to 10, 0 being they do nothing, 10 they do a blockbuster. Uh, I think you were at a 3 or a 4. Are you willing to adjust that, or are you still sticking no, with 3 or 4? No, I still stay there. I, you know, I'm pretty conservative when it comes to this time of year. I just don't see uh, – I, I don't think there's a player out there, right, that's going to turn the Nuggets into, oh, my God, they're going to be Golden State in seven games. And if you don't have that player – What's the rush? What, you know, be patient. Understand who you are, where you are. If there were a player out there that all of a sudden made them legit, like, oh, my goodness, yes. That player doesn't exist on the free agent market right now. Tyreek Evans, great. If they sign him, if it happened, if they traded for Tyreek, would they be a better team? Yes. Would they be a threat to beat the Warriors or the Rockets in seven? In my opinion, not yet. But they could get the four or the five seed, win that series, and at least get a second-round series against Golden State or Houston, yes. which would be tremendous progress for this but team. But there are so many dominoes at play, and we as fans, it's not our fault either because we don't see we don't see down the road. I mean, how does that impact their salary cap next year? How does it impact the next domino? How does it impact signing Nikola Jokic? If you bring a contract like that into town, remember, it always has a lasting impact on the entire team. I don't know. I mean, a lot of these deals are made for two or three years down the road. You know, there there might be some guys on this roster right now they know they're going to part with in the offseason. They know this person's not going to be around, so we're going to just fill his contract here. We don't know. That's the part. It's We're just guessing. We see the current roster, and we're saying, all right, just take this piece and add to it and remove that piece. It's not the way it works. There are a lot of moving parts, a lot of them. Yeah, it gets complicated, which is going to make the next, what do we got left? Five hours? Five hours and three minutes. Five there hours. There's nothing more convoluted in, in an NBA trade. Nothing. Well, I can't describe it. There's, there's money going, money coming, there's options, there's, there's voids, there's the, it's ridiculous. To be honest, you have to be a Harvard grad to understand how to make a trade in the NBA. Well, and nothing points that out better than the audio clip we played coming back where Coach Malone said, I don't think anybody can go get Tory Greg Craig if he goes down to the G League. Like the coach doesn't even know the rules. It's complicated. It really is silly. It really is silly the way the NBA does it. I mean these these uh these player options, these team options, you can actually trade a player for um and I forgot what the term is. I wish I knew it off the top of my head. You can trade a player to have a financial option to spend next year. 
right? So if a guy's worth $12 million, you can trade that $12 million contract, and then you have – it's a trade option is what it is, and you just have it available. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I'm not sure what it does. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it is it is one of the things that makes the NFL offseason uh, so compelling is it's pretty simple, right? Like there's a cap, and you can spend up to that cap – and yeah, you can prorate some stuff, but and get a cap value. But it's really pretty simple. You don't have to be a mathematician to figure it out. The rules in most other sports, I mean, baseball with the, you know, the Rule Five draft and all oh, these that's, things. That's not even worth talking about. MLS gets complicated with, with, you know, they got these exemptions and stuff like that. The NFL is the only one that the the normal simpleton can keep track of. Okay, here's how the system works. Then I again, don't even know what this is. Exactly. The, the NFL is a lot of smoke and mirrors as well. I mean, guaranteed contracts are not guaranteed contracts. We've come to understand that, right? Very true. I mean, what, whatever they say is guaranteed is not the case. We all assume that Demarius Thomas was locked in, locked and loaded for another year here. Well, now we find out that there's an option in March. Nobody knew about this option until this year. Well, did you hear they might drop the option on DT? They're not sure yet. Good Lord. Hot shots. So you, you'll you take a pot shot at another guy. That's nice. It's not just Paxton Lynch. I, um, I'm i just, I've, I've reached depths so low right now on this show. I don't know <laughs> where else to turn. It kind of makes Guys, you wish you'd had a few of those Buddha yeah, drinks at Benihana. Exactly. I'm not sure what he was referring to as Buddha drinks. But I, I want to thank you, by the way, HW, for showing... Um, a lot of tolerance last night. You decided not to imbibe. We all had Diet Cokes, and that really helped us out with the final bill, a bill that you walked away from, but thank you. You know, I, I made that comment when I got home last night of like, oh, my God, the bill isn't all that bad no, when it nobody it's drinks. Yeah. yeah, I think, I, I think you know, me and the missus could have hit that by ourselves. Yeah, well, you didn't see the flask we had at our end of the table. But <laughs> no, I'm sure. Know, yeah. Totally. Well, Marty O said all three words, so he was going crazy. Yeah. Between yeah. Marty and Jesse, wow. Who who talked more, uh, Marty, Jesse, or my five year old? It was the hibachi lady. <laughs> she talked most. Uh, you did get you got some unbelievably dirty looks from Ryan. You guys kind of got this rivalry going. I, he was kind of like Chris Ballard yeah. last night, telling you the rivalry's back Your on. Five year old? Yeah. Dude, he stares right through my soul. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary. Uh, I thought the highlight of the dinner was the hibachi chef reading for my Harlequin romance yes, novel. That was very good. Yeah, that was very which good. I'm doing for Let's Talk Sports I, next week, Valentine's I, week. I really enjoyed you and the hibachi chef reading graphic paragraphs from Harlequin romance novels in front of my three well, they adolescent graphic. sons. They weren't that graphic. Oh, my God. No, I was uncomfortable. I was cringy. There were words, of, there, were, there were phrases about Tingling in places. So what? I mean, you have to have a. They, they don't know that stuff yet. Don't get. Don't. don't One of them was wearing like cologne. Yeah. You break. He was yeah, wearing got, cologne. Your twelve-year-old is wearing freaking Paco Rabanne at a Benihana. Hey man, he wants to be ready if the right ladies walk past. Yeah. Coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show, our Power Five question of the day. We'll hook up with Moj at eight thirty. Talk a little Avs. They're in St. Louis de- uh, today. And listen, the trade deadline is upon us. We're now less than what five hours away. The Nuggets are going to be active, according to Woj. That is the latest Woj bomb. Let's see if it goes off. We're back after this. 
950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with the pregame show gaining away at 535. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets, Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I'm sure his reaction would have been just like any other person listening to your show right now. You've offered somebody a job, you've offered millions of dollars, a lot of control, you know, a lot of say, you're working on hand-in-hand with this guy to go, you know, rebuild this team and get him to the promised land, and the guy calls back and says, ah, on second thought, I'm not coming. I mean, it's, it's like a slap in the face. Wow. Former Patriots offensive coordinator, former Notre Dame head coach, Charlie Weiss, taking a shot at uh, Josh McDaniels. Come on, Charlie. I'll tell you what a slap in the face is. You're coaching at Notre Dame. Walking away with $20 million for not coaching Notre Dame. That was a slap in the face. You're not one to criticize Josh McDaniels, bro. Yeah, that seemed a little hypocritical. The people coming out of the woodwork to criticize Josh McDaniels were, uh, yeah, you know, you kind of sit there and go, all right. Uh, you, you, you've, you've had some missteps in your days, too. Let me tell you what's hypocritical. And not enough people are talking about this. The whole agent client relationship when it comes to this gig. So Bob Lamont is Josh McDaniel's agent. Okay. And he fired Josh McDaniel's. Oh, wow. You fired him. Good for him. Big deal. Because you know who else is Josh? You know who else is Bob Lamont's client? Chris Ballard. The GM of the Indianapolis Colts. You know who else is Bob Lamont's client? Pretty much every breathing coach in the National Football League. It's a monopoly on the business. He represents everybody. So let me ask you, Bob Lamont, was there a conflict of interest? Because you know who else he represents? Jack Del Rio, the former head coach of the Oakland Raiders, and John Gruden, the new head coach of the Oakland Raiders. So at some point, he knew that Del Rio was going to get moved for Gruden. You think there's a little bit of a conflict of interest there with the agent? A little bit? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you avoid that, though, unless you only have one one client. Why is there one guy representing every single coach and GM in the league? Why, well, why is that? He doesn't represent every single coach He, he represents most of them. He rep- when when the, the Broncos had all of that turnover with coaches here, he was pretty much the guy. He was a Dove Valley more than anybody. Maybe he's good at his job. Yeah, well, I applaud Bob Lamont for ditching Josh McDaniels after okay. he pulled a scummy move. I mean, okay, why, why I is this it. turned into defend McDaniels and rip Lamont? I'm confused here. Well, but because who's he working for? Is he working for the team or is he working for the client? That's the only, back He's working the day. for his client, Chris Ballard, who got a raw deal. Okay, so he, then... Who does he work for exactly? Does he work for the team or does he work for the client? You can't represent both. You can't represent the team and the client. You see what I'm saying Isn't here? Isn't that what agents do, though? I guess I'm not represent, following An your... agent's job is to represent somebody wholly, fully. It, when, when I was when I was a kid and I was sending tapes around and I wanted to be a sportscaster and, you know, I got my first job and I said, i got to go get an agent. It's so vital. And I still get guys today call me up and say, hey, what should I do? Should I get an agent? And I love I love the agents I've worked with. All great. But in the end, in my opinion, in our line of work, you get your job. 
your talents get your job. Your work gets the job. Because what an agent does, a television agent per se, one that specifies in this, they will have five or six different clients and they'll have five or six different tapes on the program director or the news director's desk. And whichever one gets it, great. Congratulate. They don't push one particular person. They're pushing people. So do they have your best interest in mind? Uh, probably not. But, I mean, you know, uh, Jack Del Rio was going to get fired whether this guy was his agent or not. Right? Uh, John Gruden was going to get that job whether this guy was his agent or not. I, I just don't I don't think that Lamont being in the middle of it and representing both guys had any impact on it whatsoever. Uh, well, uh, clearly it did because he had a different uh, – he had a different outlook on what was taking place here. Clearly it did. I just think he looked at it and thought, you know what? Josh McDaniels made me look bad because he didn't, A, follow my advice, and B, follow through with what he said he was going to do, and I don't want to represent that. Well, crime. see, I have a problem with an agent saying, quote, he's making the biggest mistake of his life. How, how does, you know, it's not his life. It's not Lamont's life. Of course it's going to make Lamont look better if the deal goes through. He's representing both the Colts and and the coach. It's not his life. Maybe Josh McDaniels has something going on in his life that trumps whatever Bob Lamont assumes. Maybe he's got some, some kid thing going on. The kid don't want to leave for whatever reason. I, I get that. And, and, and maybe that is the case. And if it is, I think everybody who's called Josh McDaniels a scumbag and or worse owes him an apology. And you know what? I ripped him yesterday and I'll be the first one to get in that line and say, hey, we didn't have all the facts and I apologize because he had a, a good reason for doing this. But we've heard nothing to suggest that. Zero. We, we haven't heard that there's a family thing. We haven't heard that they, he, they hid Andrew Luck's health from him, uh, health status from him until the last minute. We haven't heard that there was an Elvis Doomerville type clause added to the contract and they, they moved the goalpost and he didn't want to sign it. We've heard nada about because that. Because we know the real reason why McDaniel stepped back. Exactly. We know what it is. And that, because he's been given assurances. And listen, let, let's not be naive here. The reason why it's not made public is because the Patriots do not want to be accused of sidestepping the Rooney rule. Correct. The Patriots under Bob Kraft have assured Josh McDaniels that he will take over for Hoodie. Mm. He's going to be the next head coach of the Patriots. And and wow. that is the most likely scenario that it is, is probably true. We know this. I know. Let's, let's not, yeah, come on, let's not play games. Okay, so if that's the case... Then it is a scuzzy move. It's a scumbag move. And this, this agent, Lamont, but, but, but was right scuzzy? in dumping him. But I, I guess, why is it scuzzy? If you're given assurances to take on a job that you've always wanted, and you didn't know those assurances were there until the 11th hour, and you decided to stay home and take that job, why is that scuzzy? It's, he well, didn't know. Look, wait, wait a minute. Until the 11th hour, he didn't know that Bob Kraft would give him those assurances. Well, he finally did. Then it's, tell Bob, maybe someday I'll come back, but I made a commitment to Indy, right. so I'm going to coach there. Say, hey, Bob, in the last month where I've accepted this job and I've already been negotiating contracts for my new assistant coaches in Indianapolis, why didn't you tell me any of this? Why yeah. didn't you make this offer to me? Because what if Bob didn't know the status of his current coach and Bob found out just you know by okay. pressing the issue? Or what if Bob made him a deal, an offer he couldn't refuse. What if mm. Bob said, whatever they're offering over there, Josh, I will double then it honor if you, you stay. That doesn't matter. Short of, word. short of something from the godfather of I'm going to injure your wife and children, there is no offer he couldn't refuse. I'm just The point I'm trying to make is you guys want proof. Like, give me the proof that there was another reason. Well, they're not allowed to with 
they, they can't show you the proof. No. Because if, if, if the Patriots offered that proof, they'd be in trouble with the league for failing to honor the Rooney rule. We which all... leads us to the original question. The Rooney rule itself. All right. Oakland. Did they abide by the Rooney rule? No. No, they knew they okay, were hiring so John nobody, Gruden. If all nobody along. abides by it, why do we even have it in place? Well, let me, I'll tell you why. Vance Joseph's a prime example, right? He came out here and interviewed for the the Broncos head coaching job when everybody knew Gary Kubiak was going to get the job. Everyone. The only reason they interviewed Vance Joseph was because of the Rooney Rule. They had they had to check that box, right? They had to abide by the rule. Two years later, when Gary Kubiak has to resign and walk away because of health issues or an impasse with John Elway, or whatever it was, who was on the list of guys the Broncos were interested in? Vance Joseph. Who wound up getting the job? Vance Joseph, because it was the second time he'd interviewed with him, and he had a leg up on the other candidates. So there's a prime example of how it worked to perfection. You're right. It does open possibilities. But if teams continue to rub their nose and just, no, I'm not going to do it, not not going to do it, what's the point? It was they got to fix it. Listen, we all know the reason Josh McDaniels is staying there. We don't need proof. We need proof that if there's some reason that doesn't make him a scumbag, we need proof of that. We all know why. And it's Put it a, this way. How shocked and stunned would you be if the next head coach of the Patriots is not Josh McDaniels? I'd, I'd be flabbergasted. But exactly. it's, a, it's a scuzzy move by McDaniels. It's a scuzzy move by Kraft. It's a scuzzy move by Belichick. Because you're right. They maybe put McDaniels in a bad spot by not telling him this until the day he was packing up his office. Shame on them. They could have told him at any time in the last month. By the way, I've heard it on national shows. I've heard it on local shows. I've heard it from a lot of people who are plugged in uh, that think there's a chance that Hoodie's done, that he may not coach the Patriots next year. Uh, I know that's just a chance, and you guys are going to get mad at me in Wickersham article and Tim Hat. But I still think there's a chance... McDaniels is the head coach in week one next year, not Hoodie. You two continue to dismiss that, and I'll rub it in your face when I'm right. Now, see, if that news comes down, that is worthy of a breaking news drop, if that happens. What about developing news? No, breaking news comes down, and Belichick, in turn, is going to follow Gronk into acting. Now, that would be breaking news. I told you the dynasty was crumbling. I told you you should read that, that article. Have you read it yet, Vic? Up next, our Power 5 question of the day, right here on Altitude 950. Troy Hansford can sell your house. An agent that specializes in high-end homes and knows the neighborhood. He's from here. He knows here. Troy will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes, and the key is marketing. It always is. So give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. 720-600-6244. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Thursday, Kreckman and Harris. We are post-NBA trade deadline. We will break down what the Nuggets did or did not do with National NBA writer Matt Moore. Plus, get the latest out of Indianapolis, where they might hate Josh McDaniels just as much as we do. And we will be drafting countries, and something tells me I'll be taking the Koreas as they are under one flag this Olympiacs. <laughs> Works for me, man. Crackman and Harris, tune in Thursday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. 
Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. They need to sell 117 before month's end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicle. And mention the Colorado Avalanche and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February, so get it now. Off I-25 and 104th. Online at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104.com. Driven by you. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A four-car accident just cleared southbound I-25, approaching 120th. Still looking at residual delays starting around 144th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Westbound I-70, it is stop and go between Chambers and Havana. Watch for an accident clearing eastbound Hamden, causing a delay. The wreck after Santa Fe backups to Sheridan. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. You're extremely careful with money. What? Forget it. I'm cheap? You think I'm cheap? How could you say that to me? I can't believe this. How could you say that to me? You asked me to. You should have lied. Ah, how should you? I mean, I'm not really working right now. I know. When I was working, I spent, baby. Yeah, I know. Champagne, limos, cigars. Well, due to irresponsible producing, we skipped the Power 5 yesterday. We will not do the same today. Our Power 5 question, HW, is what? Yeah, super irresponsible yesterday. I forgot. I didn't get that memo. We want to know what's the biggest bill you or a buddy has ever walked out on. 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. The biggest bill you, a friend, a family member, has ever walked out on. 30933. What do you mean by walked out on? Somebody had to pick up the tab. 
You, you mean stiffed somebody, right? Yeah, not stiffed. Well, we're, not looking, we're not looking for dying in ditch stories. No, no, That's no, no. messed up. Yeah, we're looking yeah. for, yeah, you, you stuck a buddy with a tab or something. Okay. So, yeah, let's, yeah. let's, clarity's important here because the other one, we're basically promoting a crime. No, I want to make sure. And, and it was criminal it. last night when you did decide to go to the bathroom when we got the bill. Oh Correct, uh, Manchester? It was not only criminal, it was so predictable. So I we, mean, it's just so predictable. We went over this at 7.07. Do we need to go over it again at 8.18 yeah. or are we just going to move on? Jesse Trujillo, you were there last night at Menihana at our uh, first of many annual um, team dinners with the kids. Did you notice anything suspicious when HW decided to hit the restroom? Yeah, as soon as he saw the shadows coming behind those walls, yes, he stood up. He knew she had the bill. Yes, and and Marty and I actually offered to pay while he was gone. You guys did. You both broke out. Guys have no money in your wallets. Offered to pay what? With our cards, just like you guys did. Yeah, your Home Depot card. (laughs) I saw you drop that. That's not going to get as much. So when I came back, I offered to split the bill in thirds, and my uh, mm-hmm. offer was declined. But Vic in Manchester, I do appreciate you guys yeah. both paying up on the Super Bowl bets. Uh, the Eagles got me free Benny Hanna last night, so I hope they yeah. enjoy their parade. Yeah. I always love that guy, by the way. When the bill's already paid, right? it's already in the waitress's hand. She's going back to ring it up, and then there's that guy. Oh, hey, um, let me get some of that. Yeah, you well, sure? It's already there. You sure we're good? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've yes, all... Can I help? Hey, can I get the tip? Most of us outgrew that when we were like... 19, and we were out to dinner with our parents. Okay, so for clarity again, what, what is this Power 5 question? What are we looking for? 30933, we just want to know uh, when a buddy, I guess, stiffed you on a bill. You, I, I don't know. This was your idea at Benny Hanna last night, Vicky. Or this you, was your genius idea yeah. at our table. Or if you have a story yourself of uh, you know stiffing a friend or friends on a bill, whatever games you play for dinner, for get-togethers, the biggest stiff job you've ever been a part of. What is it? Be creative. And what do they win? Mm, we get, you know, you, you blew through our last segment. This so seems it, really well thought out, yeah, guys. Yeah. This is this yeah. is really you concise. Know, we, um, we started I'm arguing about it. McDaniels, you know. So I mean, just uh, terrific. Uh, Here's an example. Great text right here from 4129. Girl wouldn't give me the time of day. Then I got successful. She came running to go out with me, took her to a very expensive restaurant, went to the bathroom, and disappeared. She had to pay the bill. So don't be a gold digger. The bill was $219.36. Oh, that's rough. Wow. Dude, what if she didn't have the money? What, What if she came there with no money? Yeah, that's that's pretty harsh. I don't I don't I've picked up tabs where I woke up the next morning and like, oh geez, I shouldn't have done that. Uh eight seven six. Uh not sure what this has to do with the bill, but I'll read it. I once saw Bill Romanowski oh that's what I once saw Bill Romanowski at a restaurant and yelled Go Raiders and walked out. Okay. I appreciate the uh the loyalty to the Broncos. I do have to ask you guys though, like when you go to a nice fancy dinner with someone who invited you to dinner, mm-hmm. kind of like you guys invited Jesse and Marty and myself last night. No, we invited Jesse and Marty. You were always in on this. Isn't the expectation kind of that the invitees pay the invited? Not when you spend 17 weeks, actually 21 weeks, battling toward the end goal of loser yeah. buys. That, that's a great, you, you bring up a great point, because this has happened to me on several occasions where someone has said, hey, um, let's go to lunch. Let's go to, hey, let's talk. I want to take you to lunch. So when someone calls me and says, let's go to lunch, my assumption is it's covered, right? Oh, no. Oh, no, let's split the If you're splitting the bill with me and you're inviting me to lunch or dinner, there's something wrong here with this, this situation. 
I'm not fond of that. Because I didn't ask you to lunch. I didn't ask you for coffee. If you're asking me, you're picking up the bill. It's sort of the way it's supposed to work, isn't it? Yeah, usually. But there is sort of the... Usually. Well, I'm very Manchester here. Let's dive into the etiquette of this. Because I'm with Vic on this. Apparently Manchester thinks there's different rules. No, there's no different rule. If you ask somebody else, whatever you need, all right? Everybody's got needs. We all got needs. You want to pick my brain. You want something. You want something from me. I want something from you. I'm taking you somewhere. I expect to pick up the tab. If you're taking me, you pick it up. There's no halvesies. What That's the it, way it should work. What it, now, what last it, night, for example, there's nothing I wanted from HW. I don't even know why he was there. And yet we picked up his tab because that's how we act. Well, that's let, what we do. Let's say that some, you know, aspiring journalist asks you to go to coffee, wants to pick your brain, right? Yeah. And you're a, you know, multi-time Emmy winner. You've been earning a nice living in this industry for quite some time. I would never allow time. them to pick up the tab, first that's, of all. But the okay. assumption is they would. Okay, they should offer, but then yes. you will pick it up. That exactly. was all I was saying. That's the etiquette That's of it. That's the difference. The invitee, the person who does the inviting should offer the person who's, if, if there is a difference, and it's a clear difference in sort of where they are economically, the person who's, you know, got the better end of the deal so far should step in and go, no, I you got know, it. You know, it's funny because in this business for 30 years, I have seen them all, seen them all. Pro athletes, coaches, etc. Some of them are the most generous human beings on earth. Others are the cheapest people I've ever seen. You've heard about the stories of Tiger Woods, right? His cheapness? No. With Denny's oh waitresses goodness. or what? He's renowned for being cheap. And then you got guys like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, I've shared this story with you before. He might be the most almost irresponsible generosity, to be honest with you. So he used to come into town to play in John Elway's golf tournament. Right. And he'd come in, and I knew Chuck from our Phoenix days. So I went out and had a drink with him down at the Brown Palace. They have that little restaurant over there. I forgot what it's called. Something about a ship, yeah, ship's like, tavern, whatever it is. Yeah. So every time Chuck comes into town and he's in a restaurant or a bar, we're sitting there, we're eating, having a couple stogies, enjoying some drinks. He gets up. And he tells the bartender, he tells everybody there, for the next hour, everybody in this restaurant, everything's on me. Pays for everything. Everybody. No matter who you are. Which is generous. It's super generous. It's also why so many professional athletes wind up broke after they're done yeah. playing. And I also think it's why some professional athletes get accused of being cheap, quote unquote, when they're not really cheap. They're just not you know, flamboyant about picking up tabs for entire bars full of people. Like, is Tiger Woods, like, really cheap? Like, he tips uh, 4%? Or dude, does he just not pick up the tab for a whole I know, restaurant? Well, I can tell you, I, I am not going to call out names, but I know some dudes that will never even reach for their wallet, despite the fact they make gazillions. Won't even reach for it. Expect it See, cause every there, single time. I think there's a fair middle ground. Like, we talked about Gronk earlier. Now, apparently, Gronk has never spent a dollar of the money he's earned playing football. He he lives off of his endorsement money and movie money and going on these Gronk cruises and stuff, which I look at and think, that's really responsible and really, really smart. I don't think that's cheap by any means. 
By the way, my guy Eddie chimes in. Eddie, uh, text of the day. I'm so confused. Didn't Vic and HW make a second bet on the Super Bowl? Why are you guys giving him crap? Okay. Yes, we did make this bet, Eddie. Thank you so much oh, for you. chiming thank, in. Thank you, Eddie. I won it all back with a Super Bowl okay. bet. Let me, and I, and I explained this yesterday, so let me explain it to you and Eddie again. I wasn't here for this bet, so I wasn't able to police it when it happened. So then what are you explaining? But, so you, going into the Super Bowl, you were dead last, had no chance of getting out of dead last, and you were going to have to pick up the whole tab at Benihana, correct? Something correct. like that. Correct. I'm not Vic really was sure. in first place, had no chance of losing. No, it was over. He was not going to have to pick up Benihana, correct? Out of my generosity, I offered, okay, fine, whatever. What, what do you want to bet me on now? Whatever. So you said, let's bet it all on the Super Bowl. So Vic could go from paying nothing to picking up it all. If the if the Patriots lost, if the Eagles lost, HW, you would go from having to pay the whole tab to what? To paying the whole tab. Right. The, <laughs> it was a no-lose bet. That's not a bet. You shouldn't have made the bet then. It was a great I bet. I did that because uh. I'm a nice human. I just said the Eagles were going to fly. You guys dismissed that, and the Eagles flew. That's the kind of bet that is put forth by a guy who conveniently has to pee when it's time for the bill to come. That's just, it's mm -hmm. so typical. Hey, it's, it's so expected. Have you guys ever hung out with these people that work in sales that have, like, a budget <laughs> that they have to spend by the end of the year or it goes away? No. You know, they, oh, I've got a buddy of mine. People. Hang out with these kind of folks. You, you know, you guys have never experienced this before. No. Whether they're in finance, sales, like they have a um, a client entertainment budget that they have to spend. It does not carry over to the next quarter or whatever. And by the end of the year, dude, they're throwing parties. I've been invited to some of these things. They're like, dude, we got to spend ten G's. Let's go. I mean, it's nuts. Wow, I need. Yeah, to I mean, it's, it. It, 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 it exists. Trust me. Those are the people you want to hang out with during the holidays, by the way. Find them. No doubt. At the end of the quarter, find them. The ones with entertainment budgets that they have to spend. That's who you want to go to Benihana with. We'd have, it, Dick. Thank you. We'd have had some Buddha drinks with those people. No, I did have a lot of fun with you guys last night. I, I apologies bad. that, you know, the Eagles did win the Super Bowl and, and bailed me out. So, uh, you know what? Sometimes you just got to make it all back. It's like when you're in Vegas and you got one game left on the board. Go big or go home. Tell you who's a very generous human being with his time and his money. Mark Mosher, the Moj, up next from St. Louis, where the Avs are playing tonight without their big guns. We know McKinnon's not playing. What's the latest on Miko Rantanen? We'll talk to Moj next. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Show your love for the Avs when they take on the Canadians on Valentine's Day. An Avs date night package gets you two tickets and two glasses of champagne for only 60 bucks. It's all presented by the Shane Company, and you should visit coloradoavalanche.com now to secure this sweet deal. Run for the love of it. Join the Altitude 950 running team sponsored by Centura Health at the Run Denver Valentine's 4-Miler at Wash Park Sunday. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 
1301 South Havana in Aurora. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to fivewellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at 5wellbeing.com. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25 still seeing delay between the Boulder Turnpike and 23rd and between Broadway and Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council. There is an accident Park Ave in California. Watch for that. An activity with an accident northbound Parker Road at Quincy. 85 million adults in America have high blood pressure. Get back on your treatment plan. Visit LowerYourHBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its high blood pressure awareness partners. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. 15-20, one now to go, period number two. The Amps with a one nothing lead ahead for Yak. Rifles in a vice, Jost cuts through, down low shot, score! Tyson Jost! Oh, was that a thing of beauty? He went backhand to forehand with lightning speed, and he snaps it past the blocker of Jones. Then the Avs have taken a 2 nothing lead. That is the voice of the Avs. The Avs are in St. Louis tonight, and you know, this radio biz, a uh, little, little peek behind the curtain here, the worst kind of guests you can get on shows are the kind that come at you with restrictions, like, um, you know, you can't ask me this, or we can't get into that, or I've got to be done at a certain time. So apparently Moj has to be done by 8.42, which gives us all of 10 minutes to converse this morning. Moj, what is so 
pressing at 842? I've got a massage I've got to get. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. No, seriously, is that what you're doing? Good for you. I I have to get on the bus to get to the rink because if I miss that bus, then I walk to the rink, and that's a pretty far walk. Yeah, I know that game. I got the same situation. Let me ask you this. If I say say to Jean, I say, hey, Jean, just hold the bus for a few minutes while I talk to Vic. Uh, What do you think he says? (laughs) He'll laugh. (laughs) Right. He'll say, (laughs) bye-bye. But but if you go up to my man, Bedsy, and say, hey, Bedsy, Vic wants a few more minutes with me. Do you mind? That might change things. Gotcha. I talked to him this morning. He told me that uh, he told me that he saw you guys. Uh, Kyle tried to try to bench press you with King, uh, you know, the Lion King style the other night. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff. It uh, was a bit embarrassing at the time, but we'll take it. Hey, uh, tonight we know McKinnon's not there. Uh, what's Miko's status? When will he play again? Well, I was talking to Mike Haynes uh, a little bit about it yesterday, and he said that he thinks it's 110 percent that Miko Rantman's going to play tonight. No, he might stand right next to me. <laughs> no, you know, Vic. Honestly, uh, I'm no doctor, but I, I feel really good about it. That's just that's just me talking. I, I just okay. I feel I feel pretty good about it. I mean, it's 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 a situation where if he was walking around pretty good the other night during the game. I think they want to be cautious with it. They don't want to do anything to, to really hurt him. But I'm sure he'll get on the ice this morning and give it an old test out over at the rink. I mean, I, I would be very surprised, me personally. If he was not there for, for morning skating, seeing how everything goes again, I, I'm I'm no doctor, but uh, but I think he's going to be okay. And and then I saw the video of Nathan McKinnon skating yesterday. He's doing some puck handling. He's doing the you know the quickness drills through the cones and all that. So all that means that you know it, it's going to come hopefully soon, and the Avs will be back to, to full strength and they can try to continue this quest to try to get to the postseason. Hey, Bednar told us the other day that he's going to start assigning goaltenders to start games, not only based on rest and performance, but on who the opponent might be. Uh, so why is Bernier starting tonight? Because it doesn't matter who plays for the Avs. Hard to win in St. Louis. What's the, what's the reason behind Bernier getting the start? I just think he's coming off a hot game the other night against, uh, you know, uh, against the San Jose Sharks. I thought he looked outstanding. Vic. He did. I mean, I mean, you're talking about a guy. Here's, here's what I look for when I look for goalies and how they're feeling. First of all, his quickness was 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 really really good. I mean, those you know the fast twitch, quick movements are, are were outstanding. So his reaction was really good. It just shows me he's moving freely, but he's wasting very little energy. He's squared his shots. You know, he has good rebound control. And when you see goalies kind of flopping and, and squirting all over the place, and that's not a good thing. It means that they're just out of sync a little bit. But when he's right there in his butterfly and he's he's direct to the shot, he's in good position. He's making good reads. He's, he's getting good pushes from his left to his right. And listen, I'm no goalie expert. I just know what I see. But I know when I see goalies who are completely out of it, I see goalies who are in it. And he was certainly in it the other night. So uh, I guess he'll get the opportunity to go again here tonight in St. Louis. And let me tell you, this building has been a house of horrors for the Colorado Avalanche. It's it has. Why? Why? Why is that the case? I don't know because it's been a far more house of horrors here than it has been in Chicago, and that's even during the, the Stanley Cup championship years for the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, the Avs have matched up well with them. They pulled big victories out of that building time and time again. For some reason, they just can't seem to, to get it done here, and I have no idea what it is. And It's here. It's Winnipeg. Uh, it's Minnesota that's been a house of horrors as well. So there have been some buildings inside the division that have been more difficult than others. And, by the way, Nashville now fits into that category, too, because 
they're you know they're very hard to beat in their place. But you're right, this building has just not been kind to the Avalanche. Uh, we've got approximately six minutes left in this interview with uh, Mark Mosier as he uh, makes his way to the team seven. bus. Yeah. Seven? Okay. It maybe yeah. perhaps in that seven minutes we can find Jesse. Uh, somebody on the text line just referenced this. There is audio apparently. Uh, Doc Emmerich was on with Hastings and Brownman yesterday and actually name dropped Mosier. He mentioned Moj by name, the great Doc Emmerich. Are you aware of this? Uh, I'm not aware of that. Wow, we got to find that, Jess. We got to find it, but we got five minutes left with the great Moj. Find Doc Emmerich <laughs> referencing the voice of the Avalanche. That's re- remarkable, to be honest with you. Because, okay. Because you know, whatever I say about them, what, what I do is this: I go, Doc, can I get you a cup of coffee? <laughs> hey, Mike, Mike, would you like would you like a bagel? I'll go. I'll go get that for you. You know, he's like, who are you? Yeah, uh, no, I've got your coffee and bagel. I'm good. So if uh, Miko's ready to go tonight, uh, he's back with uh, Landy. Is it going to be Kerfoot on that line as well? What, what's what's yeah, the shakeup? I, I, I think so, too. I, I think it still would be. Yeah, I think that he fits best. You know, they're not going to touch the, the Soderberg line, obviously. And I think that, that Jared Bednar likes the way things are shaking out in that regard. And listen, this is no indictment on Alexander Kerfoot because mm-hmm. he's a good, good hockey player. Vic. But here's what he's doing now. When he goes through these teams, even if the Avs have played them before and he's played them before, he's seen guys on the ice that he's never seen before because he never had that matchup. He never had the matchup against this particular line. He never had the matchup against, you know, the top defensive pair. He's going to see, if Miko goes to him, he's going to see an absolute ton of Alex Petrangelo, the captain, the all-star captain for the St. Louis Blues in the defensive core. So, he, you know, he, he's got to go through all of that the while filling in for Nathan McKinnon. You know, and finding out what it's like to play the other best centers, the other top-checking centers, and the top defensive pair in the league. But I would expect that to happen, yeah. You know who I'm happy for in the grand scheme of things? Eric Johnson goes back to his old stomping grounds. Okay, he was a St. Louis Blue. And they essentially gave up on him. I mean, he was a very young man when they, they dealt him and said, eh, we're not interested. And now there's, there's a degree of I told you so, isn't there, in, in Eric Johnson? I think so. I mean, you know, he was a U.S. Olympian uh, for the for you know back in 2010, and you know, so they they know he's a good player. I mean, that, that let's make no mistake about it. So when the deal went down, you know, the Abs wanted a big, strong number one type guy, and that's who they wanted from the St. Louis Blues. And I don't know necessarily that they wanted to to give up on him as much as he had to be in part of the deal for the Blues to then get their pick of defenseman, and they chose Kevin Chattenkirk, obviously. But, I mean, they didn't win anything with him, but but nonetheless. Uh, but I, I think it's always, uh, you know, time heals all wounds, Vic. But I always think it's special to go back to that team, a team that said, ah, you know what, we, of all the guys here, we think it's okay to get, get rid of you. I think it's always special for a guy to go back and try to stick it to him a little bit, you know. And he scored goals in this building against his former team. He's helped the Avs to wins in this building. But, uh, boy, they really, really, really need it right now because this Western Conference is still, still so stacked and still so tight on a nightly basis. It's ridiculous. Okay, a minute and a half to go here with the great Mark Mosier, voice of the Avalanche. 30 games left in the season. How many points do you estimate? Have you gone through this? Have you gone with a fine-tooth comb? What's it going to be? They've got to be north of 95 points, Vic. I mean, so you're sitting there with 62 right now. You've got to pull 35 points out out of the rest of the, the season as far as I'm concerned. If you can get the 97, I feel really good about that. But on any given night, it fluctuates between, you know, 94 to 100 points to get in, just to get in. It's ridiculous. I mean, considering that, you know, under 90 points got you in a couple of years ago. So, to me, I look at it and I say that, that if they can get to, to 95, they've got a very, very good opportunity. If they can get to, uh, to, to 97, I feel really good about their chances. 
Which makes games like this, like tonight's game, so important because you're chasing teams like St. Louis and you got three games in hand. So they, they get to with, what, within three points tonight if they win? That is correct, yeah. Wow. They get within three. And, and here's the thing, too. They've got three games in hand on those guys. And they're playing each other tonight. So it just goes to show you how gigantic these four-point games really, really are. Yeah. Well, hey, before we say goodbye, um, Easy E was absolutely thrilled to meet you after the game the other night. That was the highlight of his night, Moj. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I never met Easy before. I, I told it, and of course, I was kind of a fan of his because I watch every video that you do. I love the, the latest dog park video. And you asked him, and you said, hey, you want to walk the dog? And he says, yeah, I'll walk the dog. And he's pulling around that plastic dog. I thought it was <laughs> awesome, man. He's, he's a hysterical guy. He's uh He's become somewhat of a, uh, a local celebrity around here. So well, it's my pleasure to meet your old man as well. He listens to you every day. And in fact, yesterday he acknowledged, he goes, hey, Moj wasn't on the air. Is he okay? I go, yeah, he's going to be fine. He did say <laughs> he talks a lot. He does. Moj, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Have a great call tonight. All right, guys. Good to talk to you, Vince. I'll talk to that you is, too, buddy. All right. That is Mark Mosier, who's heading out to uh, morning skate as the Avs take on the St. Louis Blues tonight in St. Louis. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up next, Marty O., Man, he ate a lot last night. His morning sugar fix on the Vic Lombardi program. House. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year to decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950 is the Nugget Station, and we've got Nuggets Insider Adam Mates from DenverStiffs.com. Tory Craig's a Michael Malone guy. I think he's a coach's type guy. He goes out there, he grabs offensive rebounds, he dives on the floor. You need that kind of guy on your roster, and the Nuggets have to open up a spot. So I think that there's some moves that the team would like to do, but I don't feel like the team is, you know, in a bind if they don't make a move. Get the latest Nuggets insight from Adam Mates later today with Hastings and Brownman exclusively on on Altitude 950. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. 
Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, putter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Altitude 950 traffic update. Stop and go traffic still lingering around southbound I-25 in pockets. Working your way between the Boulder Turnpike and Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Overall speeds are picking back up. There's a crash to watch for Quebec and Alameda, one southbound Washington at 128th. When danger is imminent, will you be prepared? Now many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You missed it in the first hour. Uh, Not exactly a Woj bomb, but a Woj warning. He seems to think that as the trade deadline approaches 1 o'clock Mountain Time, that the Denver Nuggets will sort of serve as the epicenter of NBA trades. Says the uh, Nuggets are going to be actively involved. Certain pieces that they're uh, shuffling, uh, opportunities for other teams. We'll see. So far, nothing from anybody. It's been rather silent. Are you are you guys surprised how quiet it's been? Yeah, I'm always surprised, and it seems like with trade deadlines, more often than not, they're quiet. Yet I'm still somehow surprised. I I, I think it's a me problem. You know, this is where you have to be ultra disciplined if you're the Denver Nuggets, in my opinion, because the fan base has spoken. How many fans on Twitter, the fans you speak to, fans we talk to, are clamoring for some action today, right? Everyone's clamoring for something. Come on, let's go. We can taste the playoffs. Let's go. Next step, big step. It's hard because that could be a misstep if you're not careful, and it could set you back if you're not careful. Whatever move they make today, it's it's pretty important for the future of this franchise, not just for this season, but for seasons to come. You don't want to do something that's going to cost you an opportunity to grow from within. Put it that way. Well, yeah, and I would agree. And Woj, you know, just a few minutes ago basically says that the deadline's going to be slow in so many words. That's what he tweeted four minutes ago. To me, Vic, that's almost a good thing for the Nuggets because if they are the ones dictating the market, a slow deadline is best for the teams that are in control. And if the Nuggets feel like they're in control, then they may need to get done what they need to get done by 1 o'clock today. let, let Let me translate for you. The reason why the deadline is slow, the reason why there's not much activity happening is because I think the rest of the league understands what's happening here. Which there are is? two or three teams that are going to win it all, and that's it. Yeah. It's okay, a... so if everybody's all in, if, if, you had, if you had a 10-team tournament and all 10 teams had a chance to win it all, you'd have all kinds of activity today. But because there were only two 
teams, three possibly, that have a chance to win it all. And at the top is Golden State, then Houston, and Boston at this point. Cleveland is not, in my opinion, Cleveland's fallen off. They're not a top three team. Well, there's kind of extreme. There, there's there's too few teams in the extremes. There really aren't that many teams in the category of, yeah, we're, we got a shot at a title. And there really aren't that many teams in tank mode, right, who are just god-awful, who would be sellers at anything that came their way. And most of the teams are right there in the middle where it's like, you know, we're just going to stick to our plan. We, we don't, we don't need to mortgage our future for this year. We kind of know who's going to be there this year. We're sticking, we're sticking to our plan. So that leads to a boring trade deadline. So it, it all depends on what your goals are, each respective franchise. Yeah. Golden State's goals are far different than the Nuggets goals. Okay. Golden State, it's championship or bust. If they don't win at all, it's deemed a horrible season. Nuggets goals are vastly different. Utah's goals are different. What are your goals at the trade deadline? How can you achieve them? I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. You tell me if I'm wrong. I think the Denver Nuggets will make the playoffs if they do nothing today. Oh, I would agree with you there, especially with some of the developments in the West recently, mainly the Clippers getting rid of Blake Griffin. So even if they do something, what is, in the grand scheme of things, what do you gain here? What do you gain for next year? The year after, you gotta make sure you don't damage any future considerations. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's great to get better this year. I'm all about bulking up the staff this year. Make a run. But at what price? But the end game this year, Vic, we've talked about it, is probably getting the four or five seed and giving yourself a chance to win a playoff series and play anywhere between 10 and 14 playoff games okay, to help this but team at grow. What price? Would you be willing to give up a young prospect, a young player on your team, would you be willing to give up on somebody just to play an extra round in the playoffs? No, no but I think the Nuggets have three untouchables, and we all know who those three guys are. I, I, I would go further than that. I'm, there's guys in this roster that are constantly rumored to be in trades, and I, they're, they're young players that I'd rather see develop. I, I think the you're right, Vic. There's not a move, at least most likely, that is going to drastically impact the Nuggets' prospects for no. this year, right? I mean, no. I mean, outside of of acquiring LeBron James at correct. the trade deadline and adding him to the young core, okay, then we got something. Correct. I mean, they're they're a team that's that's probably going to be somewhere between five and eight in, in in the West. I mean, that's that's the most likely scenario. Could be the four now. But outside but, shot at the four, but, sure. And, and this is where it gets tricky with all the momentum. You know, second highest attendance rate from last year in the NBA. They got the second biggest boost in attendance at home games. Fans are interested. Three sellouts in one week. You can you can feel it. Yep. You, you jump on that wave, right? That's the other element. You jump on it now. Is They're there hot. is there a splashy enough move that can allow the Nuggets to catch Minnesota? Only two back in the loss column, I believe. See, I, I, I would love, I would really welcome a Nuggets-Minnesota first-round series. Yeah, two back in the loss That goal. team can be beat. Look at the Nuggets when they played them this year. They were understaffed in Minneapolis when they played Minnesota and almost beat them in overtime before Jimmy Butler went all Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, I'm with you because that is, you know, in, in terms of looking at it and what they should do, and I know we need to get to Marty here, but, um, you know, is there a move they can make that makes them get in the category of Golden State, Houston, San Antonio? Probably not. You're right. Other than trading for San LeBron's Antonio time. is not as untouchable as you think. But if you're, and I would agree with that, they're probably not in the same class as the other two teams. But if you're looking to kind of push your chips in a little bit and keep the momentum going that you've had in the last couple of weeks, 
and the goal is to catch Minnesota, which a race for the division title would certainly get people interested, there might yeah. be a move that's in that category. Sure. And don't forget the extra boost they're going to get. It's almost like going through a trade right. after missing 17 weeks. Uh, it, he's ready. Uh, he's, he's ready. He's close. When I say ready, I don't mean like tomorrow. But I watched Paul Millsap at practice shoot yesterday, and he looks good. And I think after the All-Star break, when they reassess and they work him back into practice sessions, uh, Coach Malone mentioned March, early March to mid-March. I would not be surprised after the All-Star break if the schedule perhaps changes. I don't know. He looked good to me. He looked good to me. You never know what the doctors say about that left wrist, which was surgically fixed. I mean, it may take another three weeks, but I like the prospects of just all of a sudden a Paul Millsap landing in your lap. That's a great trade for the Nuggets. Let's go. Time for some morning sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Marty, did you enjoy your meal last night? I had an excellent time, yes. Always tastes better when the meal is free, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. Yes, sir. Glad you guys didn't take my card, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you didn't have one. I didn't have any cash. I definitely had a card. Whether it worked or not, that's that's my... It's all right. You were great company. You were. Yeah, you enjoyed my five words? (laughs) All five were great. Who spoke less, your five-year-old Ryan or Marty? That, That may be a push. Maybe a push. I'm going to give Marty a slight lean, but not by much. Actually, Jesse was pretty glib last. That's the most I've heard Jesse. You know why? Because the hibachi chef got Jesse involved. Yeah. There's always that one guy at the table, right, that the chef tries to get into it, and it was Jesse. He had a nice grand finale. He was juggling the uh, the things at the end. Yeah, there. the salt, salt and pepper, pepper shakers. shakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great job, Jesse. All right, let's get started here. Friend of the station, The Big Show, turns 46 today. Now, you guys met him in person, right? Yeah, The Big Show. Is that that wrestler dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what what are his measurements? I'm looking at him here. What do you guys think? Just uh, ridiculously large. I mean, there are some people you, you witness in person, you're like, oh, my God, Shaq is one. That guy's another. 6'10", 500. He is 7'1", 390 pounds. That's just ridiculous. I rode the elevator with him, and you guys all know I don't like elevators. Mm. And I'm on the elevator. He gets on, and the whole elevator car drops about four inches. <laughs> I didn't like this Remember when Kyle asked him to choke slam him, and Big Show yeah. said legally he couldn't do that? Yeah. I would have liked him to see <laughs> yeah. him choke slam Kyle through our table. If you sign a waiver, do you get to, you get to have Dude, that Dude, I, I shook his hand, and his fingers went up to my elbow. Yeah, he was enormous. All right, Clay Thompson turns 28 today. He appears to be the favorite in the three-point contest this year. Other contestants include Devin Booker, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Kyle Lowry, and defending champ Eric Gordon. What do you guys think? I'm a little ticked that uh, Jamal Murray did not get consideration for the three-point contest. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to watch him uh, yeah. Watch him be in. I, I do like the three-point contest. That's my favorite part of All-Star yeah. Weekend. Yeah, I'm more of a Vashon Leonard guy. You guys remember when Vashon oh, yeah. beat Peja Stoyakovich? Oh, yeah. And that was Peja at his prime. Vo from the corner could knock it down. Mm-hmm. Jamal's doing that skills challenge, which I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't get up for the whatever. The, I don't even know what it is. He'll probably so win dribble, it. Though. You dribble and shoot. I think he'll win it. There's a bounce but, 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 pass what involved. Is it? Explain it. What 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 are you doing? I don't know. He's pretty skilled though. So I think dribbling, shooting, passing. Yeah, it's like an obstacle course. He's good at all three of those things. Play a game of horse. I'm telling you, I would rather watch a game of horse than the skills challenge. Agreed. Right. 
No doubt HW sent this guy a big bouquet of roses today. John Fox turns 62. Oh, happy birthday, Foxy. Anything to say there, William? I hope his birthday is terrible and he decides to take a knee. Foxy. Bad man. Foxy righted the ship here. He took over when he it was in disarray. Stop it. He was the perfect Peyton coach. Peyton Manning righted the ship. No. Foxy was here for the Tebow year. And he got lucky. I mean, everybody in the last few days has been giving McDaniels credit for the Tebow year. He didn't no. do anything with that. No, that was he Foxy. He did draft Tebow. He did. He did. He's such but a bumbling boom. I thought Foxy was the perfect coach at the at that time, and then it was when he left, it was time for him to go. Sometimes sometimes you're the bridge. I hope Change he gets him a birthday cake and drops it all over his lap. <laughs> Are you guys Jeez. a fan of The Office? Creed Bratton's birthday today. And uh, he was kind of the, one of the uh, strange characters. Yeah. Listen to uh, Michael Vick introducing, uh, or Michael Vick, Michael uh, Scott introducing him to uh, some coworkers. Everybody, this is Creed, and he is in charge of something. That right? is correct. Vick, I feel that's how you would introduce me if you had to introduce me to people in the office here. <laughs> he does, uh, yeah, he does something at our at our place. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how that's how Vic would introduce Moj. That's the worst feeling in the world when you have to introduce people. Like you're in a group setting, you're at an event or whatever, and you know, like I was trying to introduce my father to some people the other night, and some people I should know their names, I don't. Mm-hmm. What do you do in that situation? Oh. Here's my dad, and uh, yeah, I just walked away. I am so bad at names; it happens to me all the time. I just walked. Mm-hmm. All right, 1910, the Boy Scouts were formed. Were you guys ever uh, involved in the Boy Scouts? I was up? a Cub Scout. I got uh, I got my Weeblo badge. Yes. Uh, I went to one meeting and said, this is not for me. Ha. Were you able to do that at that age? It was the it was the wearing the uniform to school part. I'm like, I'm not wearing the blue uniform with the little yellow scarf. That ain't Shut happening. I ain't doing such it. such a freak show. I'm not doing it. I, I buy the cookies. Proudly. Yeah, I'll buy the cookies. The, yeah, are the Boy I, Scouts doing those, or is it still just the Girl Scouts? It's the Girl Scouts. Is the cookie? Boy Scouts sell, like, popcorn. What? Well, one of them sells cookies, dude. They're yeah. pretty famous. Girl Scout cookies? Yeah, the tag-alongs? Dude, dude, my, my, uh, <laughs> so my Cub Scouts experience was crucial uh, for my development as a youth. It really was. Spent a lot of time at the Den Mother's house, the Apple household. Um, oh, is this never Rich did a Apple? Damn thing in the book. Is this Rich Apple's mom? Yeah, Rich Apple. Yeah. Is, yeah, uh, Rich Apple. On a daily basis, how much do you use what you learned in the Boy Scouts? Oh, my God, more than you think. The well, none of the stuff in the book. I don't know how to tie a knot. I, I, I've never climbed a mountain or, or done all that stuff. I mean, I would go home. Uh, I think, what, I was nine? I'd go home and I'd tell my mom and dad, yeah, sign this. And they did, and did I the, graduated. Did the Cub Scouts help you when you were 12 and what happened happened? Like, did you, did you rely on when, that experience? When you discovered the dead bodies? Um, I was uh, through my Cub Scouts at that point. But honestly, it, I, I welcomed the Cub Scouts for... I had this old gentleman who lived across the street from us, and we had to do the... Um, we had to build little race cars out of wood. Yeah. The old wooden race car. And he helped me. And I, I... It was a great relationship I fashioned with this gentleman. I wouldn't know him from Adam unless he helped me with this thing. So it, it, it gave me a lot of good. Trust me. A okay. lot of good out of the Cub Scout experience. All right. All right, 1986, 5'7", Spud Webb wins the dunk contest. I remember it well. Yeah. That was a great day. Watching him just jump, because you look at that, and you see, there's no way he can dunk. And then watching him do it, just, it was crazy. Yeah, and then, you know, he would he would he did a lot of different tricks with it, too. Bouncing the ball off the backboard, bouncing it off the floor, and just how high he would have to get in the air. That was one of the great Sports Illustrated posters, was Spud Webb. And it didn't just say Spud Webb and 
black t- type up on top. It said Spud Webb dash five foot seven. I think awesome. Hastings actually played with Spud. I would guess he did. Yeah. yeah. All right, and finally, 1992, my theme song peaks as number one. All right, let's see if you guys can name this group. This is Marty's theme song. I'm you too missed sexy. one the other day. You missed uh, Falco and Amadeus. It was an anniversary for Falco. Great 80s song. This, this one, I believe, is Right Said Fred. Okay, I don't know. You got that right. I don't right. ask the trivia question unless I think I know. So it. Marty yesterday said he looks like Cristiano Ronaldo, and yeah. today said he's too sexy as his theme song. Yeah. Mm. At least Maybe this show's not going to his head. Yeah, exactly. see if you guys are picking up on it. That's Maybe all. we should stop taking him to Benihana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, you done, that's Marty? It, yes, that's it. Thank you very much. It is uh, 9 o'clock on the number. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. One hour left when we come back again. Trade deadline looming. We're now four hours away. Tick tock. What's going to happen here in the Mile High City? We'll discuss next. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. The puck drops at 6 o'clock with the pregame show gaining away at 535. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Bernie and, and Barley, give them, give them all the credit in the world. They, they both want to be the best and they, and they work to try and improve their game every day. They're not satisfied because they're in the NHL. They want to, they want to be the best and they want to help this team win and, and that's how you get better. I've had several people, by the way, on my text line say, right said Fred, right said Fred, as the answer to that, uh, that song. It's amazing how many fans listen to just random music, but thank you. Uh, that is, of course, Coach Jared Bednar earlier in the week. He is going to go with Jonathan Bernier tonight. They're going to go with a hot hand. He played so well against San Jose. Uh, why not try and win in St. Louis where the Avs have struggled of late six o'clock faceoff right here on Altitude 950 and Altitude TV. Uh, the Nuggets are on the road. They hit the uh, charter at uh, 2 o'clock departure time. I'm eager to find out who is going to be on that plane today because the trade deadline comes at 1 p.m. Who will be on that plane to Houston, Texas? Wait, Vic, you you're going to be on that plane, right? I hope to be on that plane. What if you get, I get traded? traded? Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because we we take it for granted. We, we, you know, we as fans, eh, you know, trade this guy, do this, that. Could you imagine I'm driving to DIA and I get a phone call and the person on the other line says, hey, Vic, uh, turn around. You're going to Memphis. And then all of a sudden I pick up my family and I reroute and I, I have to take everything out of my house. I have to send buses back and moving vans and I have to start all over in middle America. I couldn't even fathom that. I couldn't do that. I don't know how they do that. Mason Plumley had a nice conversation with him yesterday. He's been traded three times in this league, okay? Last year, he was very comfortable in Portland. Loved it in Portland. Boom! Trade deadline comes around. He's now in Denver. Now he loves it here at this point. But I can't imagine how much of a shock to the system it might be to those guys, especially the ones with families, to get traded. Yeah, it is the human part of it that I think we forget sometimes. We, we look overlook at, it. I mean, yeah. it's just we just do. We We think of it as a video game. You know, we, we These don't guys realize. are assets, trading one asset for another. Yeah. 
No, I'm with you. I, I do think most people would look at it and go, well, you can sign me up for trading me any day of the week if I'm making $20 million a year. I get it. And, and, I, and that's why there's no sympathy from the masses. You're making a lot of money. I get it. But you cannot tell me it does not impact your family. Oh, no no doubt. No, no doubt. Does. So, Vic, are you going to do like a, a head count when you get on the plane, a roll call? I mean, in all seriousness, if a guy gets traded at one today, he probably won't be on the plane with you guys at two. I, I have a feeling we will know before we board the plane. Yeah. I don't think I I don't think I'm gonna be making my walk up and down the aisles. Not gonna I'm not gonna seek uh not gonna have roll call. Can you imagine that? I'm just saying, I mean, in all seriousness, it's a very unique situation today looming for the Nuggets with a charter at two o'clock and a trade deadline at one with Woj saying the Nuggets may dictate the market today. It's gonna be a fascinating five hours ahead of us, four hours. Well nothing's happened. Which is um Sort of spooky that here we are at 9:04 and we're four hours away and nothing, not a, not not a not a whisper, nothing. Is the charter normally at two or is it two today because of the trade deadline? No, it's normally at that same time. Yeah, okay. you usually go in the day before, right after Nuggets practice, and the practice usually ends around 12:30. Give them a okay. little time to shower and get to DIA, and boom, we're gone. All right, just making sure, just trying to piece this all together, how the day is going to unfold. But I, I can't get over that though. How we just take that for granted with when families are involved. And, you know, like yesterday, I know we're all ripping on McDaniels and, and I get it. Rightfully so. When you back out of an agreement, rightfully so. But the other side of me says, you know, he's got a pretty big family now. He, he's got kids and his wife's from that area. Maybe she at the last hour said, dude, if you take this job, I, I'm out. I want to stay here. This is where I'm from. Maybe that came into play. Well, then shame on her. This isn't like it came out of nowhere. It's not as though he woke up, he accepted the job on Monday, and suddenly on Tuesday he had four kids. Like, he had four kids the whole month he was was putting this whole deal together. Dude, I couldn't couldn't say, if you walked into your your house, if I walked into my house later today and told my wife, hey, yeah, um, we're moving to Milwaukee. They just traded, Altitude traded me to Milwaukee. To WBGDRST in Milwaukee. Uh, so we'll be there, uh, I'll be there by Friday. Need you to pack up and bring the kids by uh, Monday. <laughs> she tell me to beat it. Well, okay. First of all, that's not at all similar to the McDaniels situation. If for a month you'd been talking to WBRGTCRQ yeah. in Milwaukee, your wife had talked to you about it, you mm-hmm. sat at the dinner table deciding, oh, should we do this? Should we make the move? And you collectively decided yes. Oh, then it's a different deal. Yeah. And if you were in a situation like Nuggets players are today where they could get traded, both you and her knew what you signed up for by being in a profession where you can get traded at any moment. Yeah. That's you know, deal. that actually came up in my life at one point. You got traded? You got traded? No, no. When I was, a, uh, I was in Austin, Texas, I was just engaged with my wife, happily married for 23 years. And we got engaged. And uh, literally about two days after the engagement, I got a job offer in Phoenix. And so, you know, we're like, okay, this is great. Now, I can't I can't deny this job. This is Austin to Phoenix. That's a pretty big leap, right? Yeah. So we talked about it. And in the final hour, I almost did not take that job, even though I agreed to, to be honest, because I have my fiancé still finishing school in Austin, Texas. I didn't want to leave. Well, it all worked out. I took the job. She came out afterwards. But things like that come up. They pop up. Family matters pop up. Happens all the time. 
I understand that, but we don't have any evidence that this is what happened in the Josh McDaniel situation. Yes. We're making up excuses for it. Yes, that's we what are. we're doing. Hey, Vic, the we... bottom line is he decided to stay in Boston because he's going to be the new head coach when Hoodie's gone. That's Vic, it. We do have a trade uh, that just came down about a minute ago. I'm not going to hit the breaking news, but there at least is trades happening. Uh, Chicago is trading Jameer Nelson. Manchester's oh, favorite yeah. to Detroit. League sources tell Yahoo Here's, that is from Shams, and I don't want to mess yeah, up Shams. Shams uh, Sharania. He's very good. He's young. Yeah, he's he's very, very good. Yes. Here's another exa- classic example of Jameer Nelson. Traded now three times in the last six months. Three times. Well, traded or well, he was released from Denver, right? Ended well, up essentially in traded. Yeah, New Orleans to Chicago, from Denver, now Chicago to Detroit. Yeah. Yes. I mean, from Denver to New Orleans. To Chicago and Detroit. Four teams in six months. Now, again, he's making a lot of money for that. He, he, you know, the sacrifice, given the price he has to pay for that, I get it. It's all relative. But he's got a family. It would be tough. I, I, I'm not going to argue that point. That would, that would be tough. And I think it's something, you know, we should all take a little pause and think about. But again, when people are making, Twenty million dollars a year to play basketball. There's very little sympathy for them to have to move four times in six months. I am told too uh, that trades have to be into the league by 1 p.m. Then they have to be approved by the league before they're announced officially. So essentially, trades can happen and not announced until that one o'clock window expires. And we we could hear about a trade at three o'clock in the afternoon because the league may be looking it over. So, That's weird. So and one awkward. O- so one o'clock. If we haven't heard anything official, it doesn't necessarily mean doesn't mean it's happen. over. Okay. It, it doesn't. Mean, it means that the league may be uh, looking over the documents of a trade, the specifics of a trade. I would be shocked if by one o'clock though you haven't heard a rumor of it. Yeah, you sure. think they would have leaked the details by then? But you're right, Vic. In theory, you guys could be on that plane to Houston when a trade is finalized. Yeah. Again, uh, key to me is whether or not um, Tory Craig is going to be on that flight today. To, to me, that is the linchpin of whatever the Nuggets do on trade deadline. Is Tory Craig and his headband, will I see him on that flight? Well, I mean, there's always the possibility, and I'm not trying to be flippant, but he's on that flight to Houston and then has to take a Southwest flight to Sioux City or wherever, right? I mean, that could be. that. that that's could a, happen. That's a uh, process that could come to fruition. Could it's happen. a weird day. It's a weird day. I'm I'm very eager because uh, there are so many uh, now now it's heating up a little bit again. Jameer Nelson is going to Detroit. Uh, Woj sent out a uh, tweet earlier this morning saying that uh, the Nuggets are sort of in the middle of a lot of maneuvers that may or may not be made. They're making a lot of offers available, a lot of players available, even some draft picks available. That is all his uh, conjecture. W- whether or not it happens, we'll see. I just like that Woj is basically saying Tim Connolly and his staff are in control because I trust Tim Connolly and I trust his staff, and that's what Woj relayed to us at 718 this morning, and we've got about four hours to see what happens. You know, it's funny because um, another point brought up. A lot of these players that get that play for multiple teams, their families aren't even here. Like Mike Miller, when he played for the Nuggets, his family stayed home. I think he was in Kentucky somewhere. Paul Millsap. His family was in Atlanta where he played for several years. I'm told here, Jameer Nelson, his family's in Philly. So for six months out of the year, 
you're playing basketball and you're not even with your family. Well, they're gone. A lot of these dudes. They're gone a lot anyway during the season. Yeah. Right? So it, it, it kind of makes some sense, but coaches are the same way. I believe Mike McCoy's family stayed in San Diego this year. Could you do that though? No. Not in a million I, I, years. I could not do it. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be too lonely. I, I couldn't do it. I, there's no way. Again, if I got traded to Milwaukee and I'm told you spent, spent six months, but I couldn't do it. Drive myself crazy. I'm with you. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Thursday, Crackman and Harris. We are post NBA trade deadline. We will break down what the Nuggets did or did not do with national NBA writer Matt Moore. Plus, get the latest out of Indianapolis where they might hate Josh McDaniels just as much as we do. And we will be drafting countries and something tells me I'll be taking the Koreas as they are under one flag. This Olympiacs. <laughs> Works for me, man. Crackman and Harris, tune in Thursday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Ellen Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck, and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad is it attacks belly fat. Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right 
right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. A guy named Rocky Aoki. You know, the founder of Benny Hanna. Benny Hanna? Benny Hanna? Benny Hanna? Why? Why, why, God? Why would you be so cruel as to chew the chain of hibachi restaurants to take me down? Uh, what movie is that from? Wolf of Wall Street. Ah. Oh, that's Leo. That's a great mm-hmm. scene, man. He is not real pleased. That is a very good movie. But too many went, F-bombs. It went too long, and it's like, look, we get there was debauchery. I don't yeah. need 17 examples. The yeah. first 12 were fine. Although that was the first time I saw that um, the blonde who goes on to play... Um, Margot Robbie. Yeah. She's she's playing the role of uh, Tanya Harding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that one, but whatever. Supposedly it's pretty good. Um, hey, before we get into... Uh, it's that time now where Manchester tells us the more you know. Uh, before we get to that, uh, exchanging a couple texts with Hastings, who follows this program, Hastings and Brownman. They're going to have Mike Chambers on, by the way, um, talk about what's happening in St. Louis with the Avs and Adam Morris. He, he, he did mention something. There could be a way that Tory Craig is not on this flight to Houston, but still on the roster for the game in Houston. He might have a day or two left in that two-way player deal that the NBA has. And because the NBA has these weird rules and restrictions, teams are allowed to play these guys and not count against that 40-day, 45-day exception by just flying them commercially. So think about this, guys. Tory Craig might actually fly to Houston on a Southwest Airline flight, and I am in his spot flying commercially with an entire row to myself. Does that make sense? No, that's weird. That it the rule doesn't apply if you don't fly on the team plane. That's, that's pretty. It happened before. I, I went to the game in Portland, and he flew commercially. Again, every team does this. It's a way to get around that whole 40, 45-day thing. Every team's involved in this. But I find it almost ironic. I am flying lush. This poor guy's stuck in the middle row on Southwest. Yeah, and he's an NBA player. Hopefully they let him know so he could check in 24 hours in advance and get a good boarding spot. Time now for The More You Know with our very own Manchester. Manchester knows how to use Wikipedia and beyond. It's time for The More You Know. All right, fellas, so we're going to dig into Benny Hanna today since Mm. we went there last night. It was founded in 1964. Wait, are we just doing a commercial for a restaurant right now? Uh, no. Uh, when when I finish this next okay. eight minutes, you're gonna be like, "That was fascinating." It's the uh, more you know. It was founded in 1964 on West 56th Street in New York City by 25 year old, and I'm gonna butcher this, so I'm sorry. Hiroaki Aoki. His nickname was Rocky. That's what they called him. Which is why when you go there, the Rocky's choice, mm. which is Half steak, half chicken, I believe. That's what it's named after, is the founder. He was 25 years old when he founded it. He started it uh, because he was able to uh, earn $10,000 
selling Mr. Softy, Softy ice cream from a truck in Harlem. That's how he raised the money to, uh, to start it. Is this the guy who just got arrested in Wolf of Wall Street that we just heard? That's a fictional story. Yes. He did not actually get arrested. Now he did have some interesting things he was involved with. There was a bunch of lawsuits later in his life between he and his kids over the money and over the name and all that kind of stuff. But he actually did not get arrested by the feds like happened uh, in the movie. See, that's a great American story right there. Right. Exactly. 25 years old. Uh, he was a wrestler who qualified for the 1960 Olympics um, for uh, for Japan. He did not go, but he is a member of the Wrestling Hall of Fame. He was uh, he won a bunch wow. of titles. Yeah, exactly. So that's the sports angle to this thing. Exactly. Uh, Benihana is Japanese for red safflower. And when it's written in Japanese, Will, you'll remember this yesterday when we were leaving the, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. My five-year-old saw some chairs and it had Japanese writing on it. it and he, he asked what it meant. It actually means red safflower. That's what it meant, which is well, Benihana. In what Japanese. is safflower? What is safflower? What, what is that? I don't know. It's just a red flower. But you the, told him it meant sit. I said it either meant sit or it means Benihana. It does mean Benihana. Red safflower. Red safflower. Right. So, bigger question on the way out. We noticed, what was that weird-looking snake fish thing in the aquarium? I don't know. I think it might have been an eel, but... That not, freaked me out. Sure. I don't do eels. So the reason it was named red safflower is because Rocky's parents lived in Tokyo. They opened a coffee shop called Red Safflower... Because after the bombing of Tokyo during World War II, they were walking around through the ruins and they found one lone red safflower sitting out amongst the ruins, decided to name their coffee shop that, and it came over here and became the famous Japanese hibachi. That, that is excessive information, to be honest That's with you. It's fascinating. Yeah, so confusing. Fascinating. All right, so the restaurant was founded in My 1964. It struggled early until a uh, food critic named Clementine Paddleford worked for the New York Herald Tribune, gave it a rave review in early 1965. It then took off some of the famous people who have eaten there. And if you go to some of the older Benihana's, like the one down at Tamarack, they have all the pictures of famous people who have been there. The one up in Broomfield doesn't carry on this tradition. But if you go to them around the country, you'll see this. Some of the early people who then came in there were the Beatles and Muhammad Ali. Interesting tie to Rocky Aoki. Muhammad Ali won a gold medal at the 1960 Olympics. In boxing, as cat when he was Cassius Clay. All right, this uh, is when I start to get bored. Okay. Well, there was another sports tie right there, Muhammad Ali. Uh, it expanded in 1968 to Chicago. Uh, then they brought in the guy who started Six Flags in 76 to help him expand, went public in 82. There's now, how many restaurants do you think there are? Can we get to the Buddhas? How HW, many restaurants? Can you, you start getting some drops, please? How yeah. many restaurants do you think there are? There's Have a Benny Hanna restaurants? Yeah. A uh, thousand. I don't know. There's 116. What? Now, Aoki, he died in 2008 at the age of 69. One of the nice. things they're most famous for, the tiki mugs, their most popular is the hote, which is a chubby Buddha-like figure with uh, arms raised in the air. All right, they've, they've had a few missteps over the years. Uh, they tried to expand to some more upscale restaurants called Big Splash. That failed. They went into a frozen foods division. That failed. In 2004, a guy by the name of Jerry Colatus from Long Island they were. They had a chef. Stop. No, they had a chef who was throwing them shrimp tails, right? And they were hot. And Jerry, at the Long Island location, he tried to dodge the shrimp tail, yeah. and he hurt his neck trying to dodge it. Uh-huh. Ten months later, he died uh-huh. from said injury. He sued uh-huh. Benihana Great. for ten million dollars. And then yeah. in 2015, at the Encino, California location on Easter yeah. Sunday, Tori yeah. Spelling. Remember, she came up on this show last week. Uh-huh. Tori Spelling no. was at Benihana for Easter dinner, 
and when she got up, she tripped and fell onto the hot grill. Oh, now that would concern me. And had to go to the hospital. Wow. Tori Spelling. Poor Tori. Yeah. That's a yeah, pretty big mistake. The question is, since you were in attendance last night, why or who in the hell, as a vegan, why would you go to Benihana I, as a vegan? We made this, we made this bet long before I became vegan. That started yeah. December 1st. Yeah, what'd you eat last night? Like a mushroom? I yeah, had lots of mushrooms, weird. lots of vegetables, plain rice, couldn't a, do the fried rice. Zucchini. Grass. And I had scallops. I, I did have those. Uh, Jack King owns the record for most times eating at Benihana, Benihana in one year. In 2014, how many times do you think he ate at Benihana? I don't care. What? 507, 579 times. Yeah. Pretty amazing. The time All of right. His life. Here's some He's interesting. Here's some interesting things about Rocky Aoki. Uh, he couldn't cook, yet he started a restaurant. <laughs> he could only make French toast. That's the only thing he knew how to make. Uh, I told you already, he started with $10,000. He spent $3.5 million on submarines to look for treasures off the Japanese coast. He was involved in a lot of uh, crazy things. He had a, a cigarette boat that he would race with Benny Hanna on it. He sold diet pills. He sponsored boxing matches and Broadway plays. He had a record that he held for 34 years for the longest balloon flight, 5,208 miles across the Pacific. People uh, are sleeping in their cars while he driving He started right now. in 1973. He started. That the, is the worst call in the history of the league. He started the adult men's magazine Genesis in 1973. He won a world title in backgammon just four years after he learned how to play the game. Are you serious? That, 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 that's interesting. Yeah. And he raced in the original Cannonball Run. It wasn't just a movie. There was actually a 31-state cross-country race. It was legal and sanctioned. It was called One Lap Around America. He one raced in it. He drove, a, he drove a 1959 Rolls-Royce that featured two telephones, two stereos, a TV, a microwave, and a bathroom in his car. This guy's a national treasure. And then he also has two famous sons. Steve Aoki is an electro house musician, the highest grossing dance artist in North American history, was nominated for a Grammy in 2013. You know, just hanging out. His daughter, Devin Aoki, is an actress and fashion model. She was in Too Fast, Too Furious, Sin City, and the TV series Arrow. Wait, 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 wait. She was in Too Fast. Is she the Asian girl in Too Fast, Too Furious? Yes. And at the age of 16, she replaced Naomi Campbell as the face of Versace. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, now we're on to something. Not too shabby. Now you got my attention. All right. Hell yeah. That's what I got. Hell yeah. That's what right, I got. Is that it? That's the history of Benny Hanna. One last thing. Originally, now we had Steph the Chef last night, right? We saw Pete. Steph the Chef uh, was great. Uh, she talked about how she had to train to become it. She's the only female hibachi uh, chef in yeah. Colorado. Originally, Aoki, if you wanted to work at his restaurant, despite the fact that he could only make French toast... It involved a three-year apprenticeship in Japan, followed by a six-week course in American manners and Benihana showmanship. What's remarkable is that after a 15-minute commercial for Benihana and much TV exposure last night, we actually had to pay for our bill. That's yeah, what's no amazing about I don't know. this whole thing. Where's the manager up there? He didn't want to scream, I'll scream! Why didn't he? And we actually paid money. Why didn't he pick up that tip? With a good tip. What do you think was the most interesting part of that? I mean, there were so many to choose from. The most interesting the part is that we had, we had to pay for a reason food after that commercial. Uh, I thought the guy who died 10 months after hurting his neck dodging his shrimp was pretty interesting. Enjoy it, Dick. Thank you. Tori Spelling falling onto a hot nah. hibachi? Nah, it's his daughter in Fast and Furious because she's... 
Yeah. He actually raced in Cannonball Run with a car, a Rolls Royce that had a bathroom in it. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline. Plus, whatever the heck happened on National Recruiting Signing Day. Did you guys see that poor kid when his mom just walked off? That was crazy. The Red Safflower, named after his coffee shop in Tokyo. Our plan was to do what we do. You know what we do. That's what we did. has another ultimate abs VIP experience. Here we go. We're putting you and a guest in the penalty box at Pepsi Center. Both are going. Both are going. You could be serving a penalty before the abs and Canucks game February 26th. Penalty coming up on the Avalanche. Let's go sit for a couple. Oh, man. Get in there. Then we'll move you to some slightly more comfortable seats to watch the game. I guess we got to go on the other side of the glass, eh? To see the abs continue their quest for the playoffs. Keep it here all day to qualify on the only station that gives you this much abs access. Altitude 950. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Hi, Jack Farland here at Farland Classic Restoration. We restore and sell investment-level classic cars like Porsche, Ferrari, Mercedes, and more. In our shop, you'll find Denver's best craftsmen in metalwork, bodywork, paint, interiors, mechanical, and detailing. If your project is stalled, or if you're looking for a classic that's truly an investment, visit us online at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. Smith shot Dave there by Phil Ward. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam, McLaughlin shoots and scores! Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. We're all so busy. It's hard to find balance. Every day this month is Valentine's Day at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa. Treat yourself or your loved one to a peaceful retreat. Go to FiveWellbeing.com to receive a $150 gift card for $125. Use promo code LOVE. Try one of their signature spa experiences or have a relaxing massage or facial. Use promo code LOVE through February 28th at FiveWellbeing.com. Hockey is on tonight on Altitude. Watch as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win on the road against the St. Louis Blues. Pre-game starts tonight at 5 p.m. with a puck drop at 6 p.m. 
Altitude gets you an all-access pass to your Colorado Avalanche. Make sure to like Altitude on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche. When danger is imminent, will you be prepared? Now, many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Yo, it got me through this process. But I like now that I'm taking my time for the next three to four years. Jacob, you're go- you're going to Florida. Uh, who just got up and left there? And, and to your right, who got up and left? I-, I felt uncomfortable watching that yesterday on ESPN. Uh, I really did, I- and I don't think it's appropriate. And maybe I'm too old school, but I get it. Um, we're-, we're propping up these young athletes. It's a big day. They're selecting their their school of choice. And then you see a family quarrel unfold right before our very eyes. That's Jacob Copeland, a recruit, a national recruit, recruited by many schools in the SEC. He chose Florida, picked up the Florida hat. So just imagine a kid sitting there with his family nearby, and he's got three hats in front of him, and he he, uh, unveils his school of choice on national television on ESPN, and he picks the Florida hat up, puts it on. His mom is wearing Alabama gear. As soon as he chooses Florida... Mom picks up and leaves. Mm. I, 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 am I the only one who felt awkward watching? I, I, uncomfortable almost. No, I'm, the whole thing's awkward. I, I, it, it feels dirty to me. It just I feels don't like so it. dirty. I don't like National Signing Day. I don't like the big production it's turned into. I, I don't like, you know, the way we, we over-evaluate all the, It's just the whole thing bugs me, but I, I did notice none of these kids who had their big events to sign their letters looked like they were getting the worst deal they'd ever gotten in their life, like you guys think. Where's mom going to be, too, when he signs an NFL deal someday? That's what I want to know. I, I would say support your son and in his decision. Don't make it about you. It was his day, not yours. Bad look for mom, in my opinion. Well, again, it looks like a bad look for mom. We don't know the whole story. What if... Mom knew what was going on behind the scenes and did not support what was going on behind the scenes. Then support your what kid if, in front of the cameras and chew them out in a living room at your house. That I agree. I, you know, in fact, I don't think mom and dad should even be on. on t- it should be the kid. It's his spotlight. It's his deal. It just felt really uncomfortable. I couldn't imagine that. Could you imagine sitting there and you make a decision, a life decision, to the point where your mom disagrees and walks off? Just imagine that. No, that's why I was, I'm on the kid's side. He obviously liked Florida. There was some staff changes down there. Jim McElwain is out. The kid still picked Florida. Mom thought he should have picked Alabama or Tennessee. Hey, mom, support your damn kid. That would be my reaction. Again, what if mom knew something you don't? Mm, now we're once again making up excuses yeah. for people. Uh, I'm very, are, are we going to tie this back into McDaniels or, or how's this going to work? I'm just, it, it's such a, um, a dirty business college recruiting as it is, especially in the SEC. I mean, the stories you hear in the SEC. Oh. Who knows how much money's been thrown around on this kid? No doubt. You know no what I'm saying? Doubt. Who knows what mom was offered? What the kid was? Who knows? We hear all these stories, but you know it's there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So anyway, I I don't know what yesterday really meant. I mean, yesterday was National Signing Day. Didn't we already have one like a month ago? That was the early signing day. How many signing days do we have? I've lost count. Yeah, that uh, that kind of 
steals some of the luster from the day as well. I've never been a big fan of it. Uh, CU finished with the top class of any of the local schools, 52nd. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, what, we, we'll see what it turns out. We have into. another unsolicited phone call, and uh, I I should solicit more apparently because people call 303-753-0950 is the phone number. Whatever subject or topic we hit, you're interested, call the show. Myron is on the line. He wants to talk more about that Jacob Copeland situation that unfolded on national television. Myron, how are you? Good, man. Hey, the reason why Jacob Copeland's mom got all upset is like gang ties to people in Florida, so she didn't want him in that situation. See? And he decided to go I wrote in you. See? Okay, well, you know, again, I can't confirm or justify everything you just said, but... Mama may know best in this situation. Mama may have his best concerns, best welfare at heart. Mama knows best. And I can't see Mama just walking off unless she's caring for for the kid. So thank you for the call, Myron. And again, I, you, Myron said, I don't know for sure what the situation is. but yeah. Well, I, I would say to Myron, if Mama's that concerned, then put a smile on when the cameras are on and then tell him afterwards you're disappointed in his decision because you're afraid he's going to get caught up in the wrong thing. So don't call the show with some ridiculous allegation like that and make try to make me feel bad for blaming his mom. Come on. That was silly. Do parents Do parents have to sign the letter of intent? I don't know. He is a minor. Well, if he's a minor, then I would think they would have to. I didn't I mean, know he's he was... seventeen years old, right? Okay, so if he's seventeen years old, and this is really why she doesn't want him to go there, uh, then just don't sign the letter of intent. And well, there's don't ways. Let him around, go. I'm sure there are ways around that. Well, is he going to get emancipated? I mean, isn't that what it is when you break away from your parents before you're eighteen years old? Yes. Okay. I, I, In fact, I mean... your five year old was discussing that with me last <laughs> night. Uh, it's I. I I mean, I'm not going to get all upset at the caller like Will did. That was a little over the top. Jeez, Will. That provides a little information. And take it personally. I'm just saying, guys. I mean, I, there's nothing like you guys. I, I guess, HW, you don't have kids, but you don't love anything more than your child. There's nothing on earth you love more than your child. I would find it hard for hard to believe for mom to walk off like that in anger for selfish reasons, right? Dude, our, the caller just dropped Aaron Hernandez's name in the same same I sense as this. That, that was grossly unfair. I understand that, but I can't fathom a mother walking off and display making that display she made if if it were just for material reasons. What she wanted more money from another school? I I don't see that. I I think there's more play here. Really? I really do. You don't think that she? You know, I'm not saying this is what happened. But you don't think there's the possibility that some other SE school offered her a new house and she was mad that she wasn't getting a new house? You don't Possibly, think that's a yes. possibility? Possible. But the, but the good in me wants to believe that she had her child's best interest at heart. Okay. Did a millennial kick your puppy or something, dude? Because you are just always anti-millennial and always pro-people your age. What I don't know what this has about? to do I'm with talking, millennials. It has nothing to do with millennials. You're not, that, you're not taking the kid's side comment. on this. You're taking mom's side. I'm just trying to think why mom would pull that. And, and I, I'm going to err on the side of mom. I am in this situation. I'm going to err on the side. Mom, mom, what do you, you think mom wants something bad to happen to the kid? And I don't want to hear this crap. Oh, let the kid, maybe the kid is not, maybe the kid can't make his own decision. Maybe he's not mature enough to make his own decision. I, I think there's, that's a possibility. I think there's the possibility that mom was going to get something and now she's not. I think that's a possibility. There's a lot of reasons this could have gone down and we don't know what the heck the reason, the ludicrous reason the caller just had could be true. We don't know. 
Uh, it's just all part of why this whole charade shouldn't go on, right? Like this whole big signing thing and this whole let's make it a TV show. Uh, there's there's some instances where I'm, I'm like ESPN needs to have somebody who's a little smarter and, and not do these kind of things. Uh, from the text line, 30933, 30933. That guy's mom is a, uh, whatever. She put her feelings ahead of his and ruined his day and looked horrible. It's supposed to be about him and not her. Don't disagree with you there. I, the whole thing about the family being on the table and uh, it is about the kid. I, I, I guarantee it is about the kid. I'll, I'll, but sometimes kids, sometimes kids fall for things that they're not ready to fall for. Okay. Sometimes mother, father knows best. And I think mother and father are looking out for best. Did she need to make a public scene? I'll go back to what I said at Maybe the start. Maybe that's the only Do way she in re- the living room. Maybe that was her only way of reaching to her. Maybe she tried everything else. Maybe she did, and that was her last gasp Maybe to they'd get o- the son's attention. Maybe they'd already had this conversation in the living room multiple times. That's why she was so mad. Yes. Because they you know, had settled it. I'll say something somebody told me a long time, and this is what the – she's been 17 before. Okay, she has seen what he's gone through. He – does not know what she has experienced. She has more perspective than he does. I you understand? That's, 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 that's where this comes into play. When you get kids, I think you'll understand that, but you're going to have to make decisions for your kids. And I get going to college. My, I wanted my kid to go to a specific college. I did. And he had three colleges to choose from, but he made up his own mind ultimately. That's his call. I was hoping he would choose another college that I had ties to. I was hoping he did not. I didn't pick up and leave the stage, but I'm thinking for his best interest, his welfare. He made his own choice. This unfolded on national television, which why it feels creepy, mm-hmm. and it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It just surprises me that you never think the younger person can be right. That's all I'm getting at. <laughs> what, in this situation, I'm hoping the younger person is right, but I find it a bit suspicious. That's all. Well, I, I think you're playing the odds here, Vic. The odds are that the more experienced person in life is right in this situation. Exactly. And, I, and it astounds me that you don't take that into account, H.W. Experience matters. Perspective matters. I respect experience and perspective. That matters. But I'm not saying that 100% of the time experience and perspective is right. I would agree with Manchester that the odds tilt that way, but I don't think it's as, as black and white as we're making it. I could say this time and time again. I, I've been 17. I've been 21. I've been 25. Those are things my son has not been. I can offer my perspective on that. Maybe mother was reaching out and trying to offer perspective. He wouldn't take it. Somebody got to him. Uh, tomorrow we'll visit with Mike Bobo, head coach of the uh, CSU Rams. He had his own, um, recruiting day yesterday. And I'll ask him, what, what's changed now? What's the difference between recruiting day and and what we had a month ago i guess so you can sign early and then come back and sign officially now are you allowed to retract your signing when you sign early i don't know those are all questions we'll pose to mike boba well and here's what made it a little a little anticlimactic right the the buffs signed 23 players yesterday only two of them signed on national signing day 21 run early in the early signing period for csu 23 players signed yesterday 17 were early six was yesterday so the vast majority of their class, we already knew. It was just a couple of guys added here and there. So it makes yesterday kind of like, eh, okay. 
6960, Eddie writes in, it's not about right and wrong, it's about a grown man making his own decisions. Well, he's not a grown man, Eddie. Did you hear him talk afterwards? What about him makes you think he's a grown man? He's 17 years old. I don't think he's a grown man. He's a great football player. Does that make him a grown man? Because you can tackle and catch and hit? Does that make you a grown man? Do you know the world because you can play football? Are you a world sophisticate because you can play football? Grown man? Show you a grown man. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this. 2018 is the perfect time to buy a house. This is James Merrillat, and I want to tell you about my friends at American Financing. With housing coming off its best year to decade, home buying is only becoming more competitive as we start off 2018. Mortgage rates are low, and economic growth is on the rise. Curious about what it takes to finance your dream home? An easy way to find out is by making the 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. You can reach them at 303-695-7000 or find them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're Colorado family-owned and operated right here in your backyard, and they're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. It's American Financing, 303-695-7000 or online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950 is the Nugget Station, and we've got Nuggets Insider Adam Mates from DenverStips.com. Tory Craig's a Michael Malone guy. I think he's a coach's type guy. He goes out there, he grabs offensive rebounds, he dives on the floor. You need that kind of guy on your roster, and the Nuggets have to open up a spot. So I think that there's some moves that the team would like to do, but I don't feel like the team is, you know, in a bind if they don't make a move. Get the latest Nuggets insight from Adam Mates later today with Hastings and Brownman exclusively on. Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 13 South Havana in Aurora. The United States Postal Service is hiring carriers for the Denver Post Office. Check out the job fair Thursday, February 8th from 11 to 2 and get more info on the positions, wages, and benefits. 7540 East 53rd Place in Denver. 7540 East 53rd Place Thursday. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. c3adjusters.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVA Lakewood.com. Do it right. 
Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Know what that means? You can be fit and be happy for as little as $9.99 a month. High energy classes, indoor pool, group cycling, turf training, basketball, super convenient kid care, right? And Vasa Fitness coaches are beyond amazing. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Crowd buzzing, fire to hit Verlandeskog to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores! Oh, no, he didn't do that. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan McKinnon. All right, you hear that drop from the Moj. What does that mean? 303-753-0950 right now. Caller number three is qualified to see the Avs take on the Canucks February 26th and sit in the penalty box before the puck drops. It's another Ultimate Avs VIP experience from Altitude 950. 303-753-0950. Caller three is qualified. Uh, seven more qualifiers after this one, Vic. Winner pick tomorrow on Kreckman and Harris. Coming after this show, it's Hastings and Brownman. They'll have Mike Chambers, the Denver Post. He'll be live in St. Louis, uh, previewing the Blues and the Avs tonight on Altitude. Adam Morris will check in with them as well at 1230, uh, right before the trade deadline. Do we have any other news on NBA trades? Woj, does he hit us with any bombs? No, nah, it's all crickets. Nothing. It's all crickets right now, Vic. We are three hours and twelve minutes. Excuse me, four hours and twelve. Three hours and twelve. I can't do that. Mm. Three hours and twelve minutes. Yeah, from the deadline. God, the silence is deafening right now, isn't it? I got some more facts about Benny Hanna. Yeah, well, uh, I'd rather talk about anything. Oh, okay. I uh, think that might have been. You know the what? Best that the mother. That mother, uh, the recruit's, the recruit's mother, she left that ESPN stage almost as fast as HW left when the bill was approaching yep. last night. Similar. Hell his, yeah. His time from the table to the restroom was record setting. I don't know what was worse. Her scurrying off all mad or HW making up something about having to go to the bathroom. We, and we all just looked at each other like, God, that was the most predictable thing Ever. We've been over this like four times this morning, so I'm not going to go ahead and do it a fifth. Um, I'll just try to make it to 10 o'clock without saying something stupid. Again, tomorrow on the show, we've got Mike Bobo, CSU football coach. I want to get his thoughts because he lived and worked and he experienced SEC country for most of his life before making the move to Fort Collins. I, I want to specifically ask him how different it is recruiting for SEC schools and now recruiting at CSU. You gotta, you gotta imagine. Just imagine what it's like recruiting in the SEC. I would think it'd be a little bit of a shady business. Well, just competitive to say the least, right? Cut, yeah, cutthroat, backstabbing. I mean, yeah, they're they're that's the fair way to put it of competitive. I don't think Flat the SEC nuts. is the only shady uh, college football conference in this country. Oh, I'm not saying it is, but uh, can we all agree that it's probably the most cutthroat and it means more? Mm, and you don't think Jim Harbaugh and Urban Meyer are competitive? Sure, they're competitive, and and I don't. I'm not trying to say they're not, but top to bottom, there are more schools. There's more vested interest in that part of the game in SEC mm, country than anywhere else in the, the country. SEC. Also has Kentucky and Vanderbilt. I okay, mean, you it, just named two. I can name forty from other parts of the country. So you don't think the SEC is the be- the best conference in football? It's the most top heavy. It's the best top top okay. eight or so. All right, and why? Okay. Because of recruiting. 
Seems like, I'd say because of the fan base. It seems like in the history of this show, we've heard the exact opposite yeah, for the most exactly. part from the Mizzou you, you, grad. You want it both ways. You, you, the, the SEC folks want it both yeah. ways. They're not yeah. willing to admit the shadiness that comes with recruiting, but then they'll gladly take on the mantle of best conference in football. Right, yeah. because it's the best fan bases. What do they live for in the state of Alabama? Because they look the other way when this stuff happens. And That's, Auburn. Right. That's why recruiting is They're more intense there than the anywhere else. No, They're it's willing it's the to fan look the other way. It's the best conference in the country because it's the best fan bases in the country. That Nothing is the else. dumbest thing you've ever heard. So having a great fan base automatically makes you a, a great team? Yes, because high expectations. Mm. High they, expectations that lead to cutting corners, that lead to recruiting scandals, that lead to what happened at Ole Miss. I'm sure Notre Dame is just clean as a whistle and all that. Cleaner than Ole Miss. Cleaner than Florida. I, don't I guarantee you that much. I don't remember the last time Notre Dame received NCAA sanctions. I don't. For for recruiting? Yeah. Yeah, find it for me. I, I'm having a hard time thinking of it. Now, Vic, you would know better than me. They've had their issues, okay? I'm not going to say that they're above board on it, but compared to the SEC, oh, my God, squeaky clean. I can drink and eat off that floor. Notre Dame punished for a cheating scandal in football November twenty second, 2016. That's from the New York Times. What is the cheating scandal? I don't know, but they got punished. You know, you know what it was? Uh, I know exactly what it was. Ago. It's guys cheating on tests. Do you think that happens every single day in the SEC? And they look the other, you think it happens every single, hell, hell, not only does it happen, they openly promote it. Uh, cheating scandal on August 19, 2014. You really don't want me to read this deadspin headline from September 8th, 2017. Again, it pales in comparison to what's happening in SEC country. You do not want to get into that argument. I think if you if you're making the argument that SEC football is no dirtier than any other part of the country, you're just arguing to argue. Okay, thank you. I just don't want to read this third headline. Well, HW is still mad because most of us don't even understand that. I I I, was, I just found out Missouri's in the SEC. I don't even know what what conference they were in. Back to back SEC East champions. But, I had no idea. Yeah. All right, Marty's patiently waiting. Marty, tell us what mistakes we made today. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, HW, you had a gross misuse of the terms breaking news and Woj bomb. Oh, my God. Any uh, ever. You hit the breaking news button at approximately 7.18 this morning, stated you had a Woj bomb to tell us that ended up being nothing more than speculation. Let's hear uh, Vic and James react to that. So let me get this straight. We just exhausted the most vital tool we have in this business, the breaking news drop. Mm-hmm. We exhausted the breaking news drop on a guy conjecturing. A guy saying that something might happen. That was apparently uh, HW's definition huh. of breaking news. Breaking news, yeah. there may be a trade today at the trade deadline. Huh. Yeah, There could be. Could be. Could be. <laughs> breaking news, Woj tweeted. Yeah. By the way, Woj tweeted 36 seconds ago, but I'm not even going to read it. Uh. All right, so I, it is, I could see. You don't think I have Twitter up? You don't think I could? If there's something significant, you don't think I can read it? I think it's fairly significant, but okay. All right, so it's NBA trade deadline day. We all know that, so that means Woj is the man of the hour. He shares an unfortunate last name, just like myself. Let's hear Vic struggle with that one. All right, let me read what Adrian Wojnarski tweeted. Uh, by the way, is that how you pronounce it? Wojnarski. Is it Wojnarski? Wojnarski? <laughs> Maybe Woj next time. Uh, what, what, what is? All right, go ahead. Knock it out. What, what is the proper? You should know, Oshalinsky. <laughs> what, what is the proper pronunciation? I believe it's Wojnarowski. 
from what my expert opinion would be. That's why I call him Woj, and I introduced you to my kids as Marty O. <laughs> you know what? Just do what my ancestors did. When they got to Ellis Island, and if the damn last name was too hard to pronounce, just shorten that sucker up, man. Just make it easy. All right, then we had another uh, highlight to add to uh, Will's thank you reel. Let's take a listen to this. We did make this bet, Eddie. Thank you so much <laughs> oh, for God. chiming thank, in. Thank you, Eddie. I won it all back with a Super Bowl okay. bet. And there it is, number 15 in the last two months. I think. Oh, it's just it's so... It, it's getting more annoying, Dick. Yeah. Oh, thank you I think guys for the free meal last night. <laughs> all right, and that's it, guys. That was it? That was it. Thanks, I mean, there were plenty of miscues last night, but we'll leave that in the past. Once again, someone didn't make the list, despite having to pronounce a bunch of Japanese words. Well, I you did know, think it was strange yesterday when you demanded the uh, chef to, to cook your vegetables on a separate grill that had no meat on it. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to bring that up. Well, well that chicken had been on there. we got to do this again next time, but um, two things. We can't do the television thing because we had to play, like, nice guy and we couldn't drink. Yeah. We, we got to have those dinners where we can pretty much be ourselves. Yeah, where they're not running audio. Yeah. Yeah, that would that the, would help. You know the kids too. You got to lose the kids. Oh, I thought they I were love fun. the kids, but you got to lose them. Okay. We don't they, How about this? They don't have to come every time. All right. I think that's fair. I mean, I started reading from the You're right. I read from the Harlequin romance novel for our new show Let's Talk Sports, and I sort of felt weird with the kids around me. Well, you know, they always wonder like, "All right, when do I have to have the talk with them?" I don't now. They've heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. So yesterday I brought that book to, to Nuggets practice, and uh, watching Mason Plumley quote the book, it is precious. You will see it on Altitude TV, by the way, tonight, the season premiere of Let's Talk Sports, a new cutting-edge, irreverent look at local sports. It airs at 4.30 and after the Avs game. Wow, what do you got for us tonight, Vic, both uh, the courtside and ringside experiences? Uh, Not all of it. Okay. Not all of it. We got a little mashup of everything. It's a different kind of show. It jumps from topic to topic. Didn't we settle on you're on the glass, not ringside? Rings, yes. R- ringside sounds too much like ringside for no, a boxing match. that doesn't work. You're on the glass. You're not yeah. front row. You're on the glass. By the way, Vic, we've got a Woj tweet 31 seconds ago. I'm what not was it? Read it. Please. Do you want me to? Yes, read it. What you is guy, it? You're so sensitive. You're just pouting over there. Uh, Cleveland and the Lakers are in serious talks on a trade, league sources Ooh. tell ESPN. That's all we what got. What do you think it could be? Let's let's just really quickly conjecture here. Cleveland and the Lakers. If Le- it's not LeBron going to the Lakers, who cares? What what, right. what what does Cleveland need that the Lakers have that'll make Cleveland suddenly uh a player again in a, in a road to the NBA title? What, what do they have? What do they possess I mean, in Ju- LA? Julius Randle, Jordan Clarkson. I don't I don't know if either of those are very intriguing. By the way, Woj, four minutes ago, the other one I didn't want to read, says Cleveland is staying persistent in trying to get Kemba Walker done, but remains not much traction there. Michael Jordan does not want to part easily with Kemba Walker. How stupid am I? I'm wondering, why am I not getting these Woj tweets, and I, I accidentally unfollowed them. I just so, had to do the same thing. Yeah, I'm dumb. So thank you for that. Thank, thank you, HW. Thanks. <laughs> Much appreciated. Woj did say at 718 that Denver was driving this thing today. So with three hours and two minutes left, we'll see if the Nuggets are still driving it. All right, before we give way to Hastings and Brownman, uh, fire us up, Jesse. Fired up finale for the day. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Paxton Lynch has played for three offensive coordinators that have been fired a combined five times in the last 14 months. 
It's not me saying that Paxton Lynch is a great player. It's me saying, do we really know? Maybe he's just been coached by Jeff Fisher-like guys who can't get the most out of him. Bill Musgrave didn't do much better here with those quarterbacks, but he had Derek Carr in Oakland, and the Raiders still decided to show him the door. So all I'm saying is, before you just say Paxton Lynch is a bust because he started, what, four games in his career? And before you say he can't play at all and it was a terrible pick and he's awful, I think you should look at who has been coaching him during his NFL career. And there are three examples of why this is important. Jared Goff, Case Keenum, and Nick Foles. That was good. It's pathetic, Jesse. It really is. On a day with all this NBA activity, all all the things we've talked about, the recruiting thing, you went to that? You went to the age-old Paxton Lynch take? I think it either had to be that or something from Mm -hmm. the Ben Benny Hanna educational segment. So either one. So good, good choice. Good choice. It it is quite amazing to me how much power a guy like Woj wields in the NBA, much akin to Adam Schefter in the NFL. They are information distributors, is what they are. I think a lot of these GMs weigh on them. They they lean on them to gather information, gather hubbub, so they can deal this game. It's it's remarkable. I, it, it's it's newfound. I've never I never recall a guy having this much power in his respective beat well, as Woj and Schefter doing theirs. At Woj ESPN, he's a good follow. I just added him. Vic just added him. You should add him too. Yes, and the latest Cleveland the Lakers talking trade could involve Kemba Walker, a three team deal, which makes me go, what? They have it. They're going to trade him again. Anyway, more of that coming up next. Hastings and Brownman. I'm off to Houston with the Nuggets. Next three hours are going to be fun. Stay right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. Every night's a challenge, but when you look on paper, when you're playing to your point, Vic, Boston, San Antonio, eight OKC, and then Golden State four in a row, four of the better teams in the NBA. Uh, we knew that was going to be a great measuring stick for who we are, where we are, and where we're going. Matt, with the upper body injury, he's going to skate every day now. He's not going to make the trip for us. He's going to stay here because with the travel and the back-to-back, no practice time. So we're, we're going to leave him here, and he's going to continue to skate and, and, do, and do his rehab. Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are in St. Louis to take on the Blues. The puck drops at 6 o'clock for the pregame show, gaining away at 5.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche, home of the Nuggets. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction 